0: On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts.
1: That cold case you're listening to? Nasty stuff. But you know what else is a crime? Missing even a moment of whatever you're doing to go on a drink run. Luckily, there's Drizzly,
2: the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered in under 60 minutes. So download
1: the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D R I Z L Y.com today.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking from the flight deck with your co-pilots Luke and Russ Condon. My name is Mike Shu, and we appreciate you flying with Long May U Young Airlines. We realize you have a choice in air travel and we appreciate that you chose us. Unfortunately, I've got a hard luck story for you due to the weight of the world. We're probably going to experience a violent side of the flight and possibly landing on water. Even though there's only been one successful water landing in the history of aviation, uh, this one doesn't look good. In fact, I think we're fucked. So, uh, the, uh, the bar's open. You want to start drinking? No charge, because you're going to be dead in about 15 minutes anyway. So, good luck. Remember, there is a uh, flight uh, preserver under your seat in case of a water landing, but you're not going to need that. Your head's probably going to get sheared off once we hit the water and the plane crumbles up like a beer can. In fact, I've had about a 12-pack because I've known this was going to happen for the last hour. So, thanks for flying. Long may you, Young Airlines. We hope you uh, enjoy your trip wherever your destination may take you. Flight attendants, cross-check, prepare for landing.
3: I think you should start this episode love that by playing "Looking for a Leader." No,
2: just the episode. Got to play Bob Young's song. Why, Bob Young's song? Because Trump
3: lost.
4: Woohoo!
5: Not officially yet.
2: Yeah, not official. <laughs> sure. Okay.
5: Listen, there's widespread voter fraud. Mm-hmm. I saw the videos. You know, people committing vo- voter fraud but still doing it on camera. You know how that works? Right. You know when you're going to commit voter fraud, like a serious offense? You know how you do it so people can zoom in with their phones and see you doing
3: it? You yeah. know, like right. anything.
2: Did you say voter fraud?
3: Yes. You know what is funny? A friend of mine went to vote, and he saw the guy in front of him put his ballot in and he voted for Trump but he used a check mark instead of filling in the fucking dot.
2: <laughs> oh no, so it's not going to count it, right?
5: Yeah. I think it'll count. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know.
2: Just so to completely d- fill d- in the dot. It doesn't
3: fucking matter anyway.
2: <clears throat> I'm glad that's over with. Now we got 2 months of Trump dismantling the entire executive branch and leaving nothing but a fucking shitty trashed frat house for joe biden to move into
3: over under yeah, on him his, trying Mitch to start connell's still going to be there so nothing's going to fucking change anyway
5: over under on him trying to start a nuclear war <laughs> so Ooh. he can trump
3: <laughs> oh yeah probably over under
5: though um over all right i'll take the under
3: okay
2: i don't even want to fucking participate in this It's too real. It's only funny
5: if it doesn't happen. Yes, exactly. Nuclear
2: war is only funny if it doesn't happen. Thanks, Luke.
5: But if it does, I'm coming for that 20 bucks. (laughs)
3: Okay. Well, how about we try these uh, HD waters? Oh, yes.
5: Russ was in charge of drinks tonight. Landing on water-themed drinks. Can you explain what the hell these things are? It's called
3: HD water. Why? Hippie dream on water.
2: Oh, so... So, so, are we supposed to freebase these drinks like David Crosby?
3: <laughs> yes. Okay. Also, well, no, they're blue because water. There's a little cube on top because it landed on the water, and uh wow. it's also blue for hippie shit. So, what what's in it?
2: Blue for hippie shit. What's the water?
3: P- meaning sparkling raspberry lime water. Okay. Gin. A little gin. Okay. Why did I just sound like Will Arnett when I gin sh- gin? Hey, guy. Gin. <laughs> and some blue and some curacao. Blue, yeah, however you fucking say that. One. I always say it wrong. I always call
5: it. It's curacao. curacao. Yeah. Is it curacao? Yeah. They're well, called. They're called uh,
2: illusions, not tricks. Tricks are something a hooker does.
5: I will say Russ. <laughs> I will say Ru- <laughs> Russ being in charge of drinks meant him coming over and going into my liquor cabinet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I'm moving, so I don't have any money.
2: Yeah, that's All okay, right. man. You're you're in the middle of chaos. I understand what moving is yeah. like. It's fucking. I hate it's it. It's So expensive. It sucks. And
3: like really stressful. Yeah, <laughs> but very I'm like, stressful. I'm really excited, and I'm yeah, it's good. Yeah, but it's also like, I'll, It's uh, yeah. I'm pretty stressed out. Right. All right. You let's you try, try. Yeah. These? Let's let's let's, uh, let's try drink one of these. Landing on, these on water ever It's called HD water. Okay. Cheers. Mine's gross. You're drinking
5: mine.
2: It looks like uh, looks like Windex. Oh boy,
5: it really does.
2: Kind of smells like it too. Kind of a lemony Pledge Windex.
5: It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be.
3: Yeah,
2: I think it is the perfect representation of the album we're going to talk about.
3: It has potential, but it's horrible.
2: Um, no, it's it's thin and tasteless. Mm-hmm.
5: See, me being the alcoholic and glutton for punishment, I am. Yeah, I have a different opinion. I think that this is the perfect representation because at first sip, I'm like, ah, eh, not for me. And then the more I drink it, the more I'm like, maybe this is for me, and I really enjoy it.
2: Well, there's something wrong with you. I wish it was like that. Then you should just call it Kool Aid. Call it Jonestown. Well, call it Jonestown Kool Aid.
5: You guys might think that. I don't know. I, I. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid on this episode, or on this, on this one. Ooh,
2: that's not good at all, but it, it's perfect for this album. Mm-hmm. It is. It's really bad. Like, the taste is, is almost... It's actually better with each sip. It's kind of no, no offense, Russ, it has a cleaning product kind of yeah. edge to it. Yeah, it's gross. Which is very much like this album. So I think you did an outstanding job. Thank you. I think you did probably the best job at doing so far between me and Luke. I did the best job at, at, at finding a cocktail that best represents the album we're talking about the
5: cocktail is supposed to be delicious well tastefully nodding to the it's supposed to make the thing more bearable and i think russ i actually kind of like this drink
2: no you kind of like this fucking album don't you
5: i do i actually really like drinking all day no i haven't i had one drink and first of all if i like this album then fucking that's what i like all right you fucking pieces of shit I hated this album when I first listened to it. Hated it before this podcast. When my, my buddy Tony brought it over, he's like, "You like Neil Young, right?" And he brought brought it over, and I yeah. gave it a first listen, and I'm like, "This sucks." I hated yeah. it so bad. I'm drinking
2: more of this so I can take the fucking <laughs> bullshit that's coming out of your mouth. And
5: then we did the Make It Stop podcast, mm-hmm. so I had to listen to this prematurely again, and I was like, yeah. "Ah, I actually don't mind it as I don't hate it yeah. as much, but I still hate it." What if
4: we made it tie dye?
2: Yeah. It's gonna turn it purple. It's, gonna it's it's gonna be it's it's gonna be like Pennsylvania.
5: Russ is adding um, what is that? He's
2: adding a little grenadine, grenadine. to it.
5: Yeah, give me top me off a little grenadine.
2: Oh yeah, now see what that looks like. Look look
5: That's look at that. Cool. That's kind of cool. Right. So
2: Russ has layered this. The grenadine has gone to the bottom. So there's a blue, like a blue layer on top, a Windex blue layer, and just under that, it's kind of a ruby red, and it's beautiful.
5: Yeah. Let me taste it. So then on this listen, no, nope. still bad, but it looks awesome. On this listen, like this time around this week, we hopped back to it. And I'm going to say, I'm going to blame it mostly on the past three or four albums. But I really dug this album this time around. It was refreshing. I liked, I liked the way Neil played. I liked that you could hear guitar in it refreshing this time. Refreshing
3: what? This is so much worse than old ways. I think it's way better than Old
5: oh, Ways. I think it's dude. miles above trans in no. like- no, although, no, I think this trans, is trans is level. So, no. This is the worst
2: up to this point. Trans is way, way trans better, is better than, than this. better than this, for sure.
3: Strong disagree. No. The right. production in this is the worst fucking shit I've ever heard. And nope. I wish that I had listened more before we interviewed <laughs>
2: fucking Cooch. Are we talking about that now? Yeah,
3: we interviewed Danny
5: Korchmar. Yeah, yeah
2: the, so Danny Korchmar uh, helped produce this record, and he is the guy responsible for those three gigantic Don Henley albums in the '80s, massively uh, successful. Yeah, massively successful. And Can't stand pretty still. good albums: Building the Perfect Beast and End of the Innocence. Oh, so that's why you like this album because you think those are pretty good albums.
5: I, to be honest, I don't know them as albums. I know the singles off of. Them, okay.
2: Anyway, they were huge. They were yeah. gigantic, and so. They were And Don Henley also on Geffen Records. And Neil said, all right, let me release Old Ways, and then I'll make a real rock record with a real producer. And I think they tapped Danny Korchmar to try to do something with Neil Young, like he did with Don Henley. Yeah. And it failed miserably. See,
3: I, I disagree. What do you like about it? Do you I, like
2: these electronic I lo- drums? Wait, I like wait, the wait, songwriting. Wait, wait, the
3: songwriting's fine. What? Wait, what?
2: Hit the fucking intro if we're going to talk about the record. You
5: guys need to control your violent side, all right?
2: Fuck your violent side. That's a drop for me now, by the way.
1: This is our Neil Young podcast where we mostly... Like you and the Condon boys, Trans and Harvest and Lenoise. We're gonna sit and listen to each one. It's Long
5: May
2: You Young. Yes, it's the only uh, podcast about Neil Young where where you'll find a fucking person who actually likes landing on water. Uh, we're part of the Pantheon Podcast Network, and it's uh, me, Mike Shue, and Luke and Russ Condon from the band Town Meeting, and we have a problem with Neil Young. We just can't stop fucking talking about him.
3: We have a, a Neil Young problem, and we have a problem with Neil Young, and Neil Young's got a problem.
2: Yeah, he's got a problem. <laughs> and Luke's going to have a big problem I'm not going to have a problem at all. Yeah. I,
3: listen... You might have a problem in a second though, shoe. You just fucking slugged you know what? the rest really of that, HD, that down. The, um,
2: HD water. the grenadine at the bottom exactly. made it taste really sweet and it was it was I really I think I put
3: good. too much sparkling water in it. I think
2: um it's just yeah. It's I just, think it should just be gin, blue curacao, and grenadine.
3: Yeah. 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 Okay, we can try that All next. Right. I think you'd still need to have a splash of water.
2: Well yeah, I guess. Yeah, I thought we were gonna do the um, the great yeah the great goose thing that you sent the, the, the Sully thing. Yeah, like, you, get, you ever see the movie Sully? No, Tom I didn't Hanks see it. But played, I, saw, um, I saw
3: the clip you sent us. Yeah,
2: yeah, so like they made the he's in this bar and they this Michael Rapaport's the bartender and he made a drink and he's like, hey, it's it's a shot of great goose because that's why the plane was going down because it hit a bunch of geese mm-hmm. and then and a splash of water, huh? <laughs> Listen,
5: <laughs> I feel like." I'm already coming at this from a tough angle because we've talked about this album so much already. And at the Well, my, my yeah,
2: I I feel like I've spent an inordinate amount of time, yeah. precious moments of my life with this album because we did the Make It Stop podcast. And music that was podcast. like
5: 3 hours of talking about this album. Yeah. I
2: didn't do that podcast, so I hadn't
3: listened to right. this
2: album in So you didn't a waste as much of your as much of right. your life on it as like I have. Yeah. And I feel terrible. And that's time I, I could have spent you. with my child, <laughs> you know, or improving my life or learning this a new, is the, a you new really, skill. I know you, you both really,
3: have said it. You really think this y- is better yeah. than trans? Yes. No, I worse. think trans no, is way better than this. That's opposite. what
5: I meant. You think this is worse than trans?
3: Yes. Really? Abs- absolutely. I know both of you have said it before with, with other albums up to this point. This is the first time I'm saying I will not go back to this record ever.
5: I probably won't. Oh. I probably won't go back to it. But I'd go back to this before old ways. I'd go w- before everybody's rocking hand trains. Too? No,
2: no, but that does not burp well. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Whew, that's terrible. That's a, that's
2: a drop right there, yeah, too. That's like, terrible. That does not
3: burp. Oh well. Oh my god.
4: <laughs>
5: that's awful.
3: We should like maybe I don't know get into stuff right away. What
5: do you think? Well, I got to read these five-star reviews real quick. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Read those. There's like
2: a ton of Facebook
4: stuff.
5: We got three new reviews. This
2: album really brings out the best and worst in in the youngsters. All right.
5: Um, (laughs) (laughs) On Wednesday, last Wednesday, we got a review from Zachy Farms. His uh, review is titled, All the Best Cowboys Have Chinese Eyes, five-star oh review. Oh, boy. He says, I'm only partway through the Old Ways episode, but so far you guys have completely missed this golden opportunity. I don't know what that means. And also, did you ever listen to the version of Cortez with the extra lines at the end? I didn't know that existed. I didn't think that existed anywhere.
3: I don't know what he's talking about.
5: Remember Cortez faded? Yeah. Because something happened or so, uh, in, at the, in the studio, right? So they had yeah, to fade there was it a out. whole
2: extra, but I think there was
5: a lot uh, more lines.
2: There was a bootleg going around or something. Oh, I haven't heard a, it. Though. A
5: live version of that I I would be very curious. You mean with about
2: extra that. verses and shit? Yeah. Oh,
5: yeah. I haven't heard that. Uh, well, I'm gonna look for that now. Um,
3: well, read the rest of the reviews. Don't go and look for the uh,
5: youngster Ricky hashtag youngster Ricky says you saved me again this week. I've been, a sa- I've been a fan since the first episode, but special thanks for the clever banter and laughs this week, particularly a real oasis in a- the long wait for results that felt like 400 years, not four days. Oh, geez. I never found a way to listen to old ways, but for most of the clips you played in the discussion, seems like I didn't miss much. Anyway, keep up the insight wherever you are pulling them from, uh, riffing and never taking yourselves too seriously. It's all great fun. Um, and then... Yes, Ricky. Nick Ander Hoey uh, says, great show, amazing interview with Nils. Dude, I think Neil will talk to you guys. You're that worthy. And then he writes, start living again, forget about remembering. Is that from a song? Yeah. Which one?
3: Uh, I don't remember, but I know it is. It's definitely a lyric. You're Googling it. Mm-hmm. You Googling Luke's Guggen, everybody. Luke's at the, Luke's at the Guggenheim.
2: <laughs> Jesus. You like that?
5: <laughs> Way to riff while I'm doing something. Yeah,
2: I was it. like, okay, what should I do here?
5: Thank
3: you. <laughs> should- <laughs> I'm just bummed I couldn't dress up for this episode. I'm really bummed. Even though this is a fucking podcast, I don't know why I care.
5: <laughs> I don't think it's lyrics from anything, Russ. It might just be his motto
3: who's this guy, this guy who guy? left the review no oh, i no. definitely heard that it's definitely a lyric
5: i couldn't find it so
3: well read the next one was there not one more no, that's it just three that's new it. ones i got three
2: stuff from ones. uh from reddit the neil young subreddit if you want to get involved from uh, absolutely elsewhere had a brief listen but there's so much irrelevant chat to get through sorry
5: <laughs> <laughs> what? i love those i'm starting to love those more and more yeah.
2: Yeah, well, you know, we've stated this before. We don't want this to be kind of like a dry academic music podcast. There's a lot of those out there. And I enjoy a lot of those, too, because I like learning about the history of thing, of music and when things were happening and yeah. facts and things like that. I find that very interesting. But at the same time, it can get a little dry. I think... So we, we you know, I think what we're trying to do is, you know, we're just like three guys who love Neil Young and like to drink while we're talking about Neil Young. And we think that we're so awesome that we should be recording it for other people to listen to. So it's just like, yeah. And we realized it, no one else had done
3: this. So we fucking
2: did it.
5: And also we don't need to defend ourselves to this guy. Fuck you. Start your own Neil Young podcast. He's not listening
2: anymore. We're not that's telling that's people point. that yeah. we're done doing that. Yeah. He's already, he already apologized for not listening anymore. Um, one of the things I'm enjoying about this podcast says Zuma15, is revisiting, or in many cases, hearing for the first time many of these albums, even the bad ones, like old ways, have songs like My Boy, which I think are outstanding. I'm even weirdly excited to listen to Landing on Water now. Mm -hmm. Whenever we can weirdly excite someone, (laughs) I think that's a good thing. I
5: think we're weirdly exciting.
2: Yeah, we are weirdly exciting. You don't know what you're missing there. Uh, absolutely everywhere.
5: Um uh, Mike, you posted the album cover and asked for yeah. people's thoughts and yeah. there's a lot. I'm not going to read them all. Well,
3: can I just do the Instagram ones quickly before you get yeah, into the ahead. Facebook stuff because there's a lot of Facebook stuff. I also posted the album cover and just did one of those thought things on Instagram where it was like thoughts and I I put L O W thoughts. Um Mike Shoe, I don't know who the fuck that is. Mike <laughs> Shoe Rock. <laughs> Responded to your question sticker with low point L O W all caps. That was that was a we got first one we got there landing on water point.
2: Yeah, that was a riff on. Yeah, I know. Okay, it was good.
4: I enjoyed just checking. It. Yeah,
3: uh, the new Aquarian said incredibly underrated, very somber and heartfelt record. Mm. Just kidding. Thank you, the new Aquarian, for your response. Uh, Matt PTBO clearly Captain Sully wasn't piloting. This water landing <laughs> hashtag no survivors. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, Eric That's underscore great. Wallen. Um, terrible drum sounds, but the guitar work on some of the tracks are pretty good, slash erotic. Eric.
5: That's why you don't like it. The drums.
4: <laughs> there
3: it's, wh- yeah. I'll get to that later. But R O G H underscore vanity pages said better than people say, doesn't have the full NY magic, but prefer it to life. O-W-T-N-F-Y. Awful cover. Um, And then he also said, this mix is a bit, uh, the mix is a bit off for 2020 ears. I'd love to hear it remixed. The drums are insane.
2: I don't think it would make a difference. What
3: does T, which one is T-N-F-Y? He said, prefer it to Life, O-W, which I would assume is Old Ways. And then T-N-F-Y.
2: Well, Life is the album after this one. I know that. Okay.
3: And then he said, O-W. Right. Old Ways. And then T-N-F-Y. What is that?
5: Everybody knows this this
3: is (laughs) yo-wear. Jesus. Let's move on from that. Yeah, not sure. Not Facebook sure what stuff. that one is.
5: Well, I'm not going to read all the Facebook. There's a lot of. Uh,
3: Just summarize that whole big long conversation well, between like those three guys. Well, which so was awesome, so was everyone cool, had an opinion. They realized they like knew each it other. It seems like
5: the majority of the, the opinion sided with you guys, but there were some people who felt a little different. Such, a, such as my boy John Locke. Said, the more I listen to it, the more I like it. This is Neil being Neil, not caring what people think and making a record based on whatever trend he's into at that moment. I respect the hell out of that. Um, and then someone completely agreed it doesn't with doesn't mean
2: that. it's good. I respect the hell out of him for doing it, especially after old ways and saying he's going to dedicate his life to country music and everything, and then making up some story that he woke up in the middle of the night hearing huge drums and massive guitar and everything like that. <laughs> Uh, Listen, just because he's Neil and he likes to swing that pendulum and go to extremes doesn't mean it's fucking good. Um, I forgot some shit. I'm not going to go back
4: again. I'm
5: not going to read all this, but, yeah, don't. yeah, but I do want to just give a quick shout out to um, Scott Parks, who uh, just said, I think it was Mike who said I should make my own 80s Neil podcast. Well, it's not a whole series, and I'm nowhere near as good as Mike and the Condon Boys. I did record an episode on 80s Neil for Rock in the Suburbs. Thought this group might enjoy it. That's a good podcast. Rock in the Suburbs, yeah. so yeah. people should check that out. He does a whole yeah. thing on Neil Young in the 80s. Really? I'm, yeah, I'm going to listen to that tomorrow.
2: Is he one of those guys?
3: I'm
5: assuming. I think he is. I read yeah.
2: through those. He's from thing.
3: Rock in the Suburbs? I yeah. Think so. I so, because I read through that whole Get the thread. fuck out of here. That's a good podcast. The comment yeah. thread was really cool, because then, like, who was the other guy? It's kind guy? of a romantic story. Yeah, it was Him like a rom-com. It was like Kurt, a, like a Neil like, rom-com. Hey, we
5: have some mutual friends, and then, like... Yeah. Yeah. Who was the other guy? Scott a, Parks was, was a man guy? who
3: did a podcast. <laughs> what was the other guy on
5: Kurt part? Gallagher found there, out they and had then mutual friends. friends. There was a no, one James <laughs> more. Hagney. Yeah, James Yeah. What happens when these worlds collide? just some peter gabriel song
2: sleepless <laughs> in the golden state
3: a
1: golden state
3: i want to go speaking of golden state i want to go to
2: when
5: landing on water lands in your heart <laughs> Jesus.
2: in a world where neil young brings two people together
5: it's the unlikely story of
2: two watch the neil sparks fans. fly
3: yeah, um, landing go... on water. Speaking of old, back to old ways. <laughs> Sarah Lynn Slyn, an infamous memester of of a youngster. She said about old ways episode, uh, this is the best episode so far. Laughed out loud through half of it. I love this album, but I'm a sucker for a good fiddle and banjo tune, and my dad has a Jew's harp and has always called it that. Ah, there we go. Yeah, I think we covered that. And Vinyl Junkie said, Can't wait to hear next week's episode on Landing on Water. It's an unpopular opinion, I know, but I really dig it. I agree that the production kind of sucks, but the songs are there, in my opinion. Also, excuse me, final Junkie74 said, Great episode, guys. I love the Sam Elliott interludes. So fucking funny. And then... Larso Lawson said there should be theme interludes from now on landing on water
1: equals flight announcements (laughs) oh my god this is fucking this is Captain Neil speaking I took over the other guy he sucked So, anyway, I know fucking Larso brought up the idea of doing this whole thing where we do, you know, an an intro or or whatever, and uh, that's a fucking hippie dream because it's not going to happen every episode. It's happening now, so take it while you can get it, but, uh, you know, don't be a drifter and, and expect all, uh, this whole pun thing's falling apart. This whole fucking thing's pu- falling apart, and, uh, we're about to go into, you're gonna hear us do this shit anyway, but, uh, so there you go, Lars, so you got your way once, but fucking don't expect it every time, but, uh, anyway, here's some more shit.
2: This that. is your captain speaking.
1: Take this is so your captain long. speaking.
5: Take so long to
1: put this, this is Captain Neil. <laughs> I've laid down some track for my model train to run down the aisle. Please don't step on it. You
2: know what? That's
5: actually a great fucking idea.
1: We're doing that. <laughs> Buckle in your fucking seatbelts and you know whatever. Have your have your fucking drinks that taste like bleach. Is <laughs> a blue bleach. <laughs> hey we- hey Sully, look out for that bird. <laughs> That's a, t- that's a titty bird. Look, a bird. This is your Captain Neil speaking. If, if Boogie Boy was on that Sully. Trump flight, he lost. Never <laughs> hit, hit the goose. Trump lost, and I'm fucking psyched, but I liked Reagan, so I don't know what the fuck that's all about.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh,
2: yeah. I got one more thing from uh, from Reddit. Um, this is from uh, High Heeled Shoes. It says, Yo, Mike, looking for some local squirt?
3: Jesus. This
2: is a They have 2 liter bottles at Market Basket in Oxford. So what? I'll, I'm going down there tomorrow. I got the day off. I'm going to see if I can stock up. Yeah, you're trying to
3: Four meet banks. up with you you're are. trying to meet up with high
2: heels or whoever the fuck that is. I'm looking for some local squirt.
3: Yeah. 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 Some local squirt. He's looking for some local
4: squirt. <laughs> oh, that's great. All
3: right.
5: All right let's well, get, let's let's, let's, get let's get talk
2: about landing on water. Okay. Uh, again for some of us first, and, first uh, time. First this
5: first time, is long time. Just <laughs> first time landing on
2: Water time. <laughs> this is this is just um I feel like first I've, I've really time. wasted a lot of time on this fucking record. And um again, I probably even though I really like the song Pressure, it's taken me 30 years to however long since this album's come out to actually like one song on this album. Hmm. I don't think I'll ever go back to it. It's just You know how you felt about Everybody's rocking.
3: Yeah, where you were like kind of like tired and depressed, yep. and that's sort of how I feel after this one. See, that's so funny to me. I just got, dude. I got so sick of those electronic drums and mm-hmm. that production. Well, you're a I drummer. Was, I was like and that fake bass. The only thing that it, yeah, the fake bass. I wrote that. Down. I really like, don't understand. I why. couldn't handle the fake fucking keyboard of bass. All anymore. the bass players
2: he's worked with, he couldn't have called yeah. somebody.
3: Get a real fucking
2: bass you know, in there, dude. My theory on that is that. He didn't have. He. Geffen was holding back money. And I think that he didn't want to go over budget.
3: Like, come on. He can afford a fucking bass
2: player. Uh, no, but they were back.
5: They well, were why? back. Why?
3: Because he spent so much money on old ways. They, they were back in good.
5: This was the, like, after all that dust. After the dust. Right. Had settled. This
2: was. Yeah. To me, this was part of the settlement. Yeah. Like, he was going to make a rock record with a real producer and stuff like that. And. But at the same time, he renegotiated his deal, so he wasn't getting a million dollars an album anymore. He was getting half of that. Oh, right. Okay. And so I think this is like him thinking that with technology and the lower budget, I can make a hit album. I Maybe. I
3: still love technology. <laughs> let me... Let me not as much as you, you I feel see. like
5: I've said this a million times. Again, I hated it at, at the beginning, and then when we did Make It Stop, I liked it a little bit more, but not even close to as much as I do now. When we went from reactor to trans mm-hmm. I hated trans. I still hate trans. I think it's it was too jarring of a drop. And then trans to everybody's rock and to old ways, they were just two wild extremes. Right. I feel even when he would switch things, he never did anything like that. At least in my opinion up to this point. I get he's like he went from like uh, harvest to what
1: was Time it? fades time away. Time fades away. I get that right, he made yeah. like
5: these, but they've always been pretty like solidly Neil for the most part. These were like jarring transitions. Right. So this one to me... Again, I
3: don't think it's fair to say that the, any of this isn't Neil though. I'm not saying... And, and it's easy for us to be shitty fucking... <laughs> Dumbasses who don't really know what the fuck we're talking about and be like, this sucks. I'm not saying because it sucks we're not, at all. we're not Neil Young. Right. You know? Well, so yeah, we're what? Saying, we're you're entitled you're saying, to our opinion. Yeah, so what? Yeah, I know. Is, this I'm podcast isn't we, about kissing Neil Young's no, ass. No, it's not about kissing Neil Young's ass, and I'm not kissing Neil Young's ass, but I just, I think it's, you know, let's not become <clears throat> really shitty critics who, who just are like, you know, what right do we have really to say anything about anything? So let's just, I don't know. It's oh, called then the, just called the, the fucking mics. First Amendment. Let's, let's, yeah, shut, let's, the yeah, let's shut the mics off and go home. Why are we even off.
2: fucking doing let's this? Let's do it. Just because we weren't fucking involved? Yeah. And also... No, well, we're, com- you're, we're consumers of music. No, yeah, because... I'm a music consumer I and like, I have a right to... Yeah,
5: you're the one who's been shitting on this one from this. the beginning. I'm the one with the... I know I recognize I'm the outsider here, but to me, this was more Neil than the past three albums combined.
2: This was the most Neil to me. Like I'll give you that. Why? Because How? he wasn't putting on an act. Like I said in that last episode, he was more concerned about the act than yes. he was the music. He was more concerned about making a country album country, or instead a rockabilly, of an album. Yeah. Or a rockabilly album or an electronic album. He was more concerned about getting the style right so and getting was, the fucking then, songs then right. Then what was this one about? This, was this just, one was about trying to make a hit album using every part of technology and production of the time that was successful. But so I then feel how like, is that Neil? Because, doesn't sound like Neil to me. Neil's he, never been about fucking making hits. What are you
4: talking about? Neil doesn't want to make a
3: hit record. Absolutely, but he did, he, he did in this case. What do you case. mean, of course he does? That's not Neil. Neil does what the fuck he feels. That's and that's, We're saying the same thing. Then I don't understand how this is Neil. And, I'm, and I don't see, understand how it's not Neil. That's what the that's the point I was trying to make originally is that saying things like this is Neil and this isn't Neil. I, just, I didn't say I, this I, is, I is and this is isn't. I
5: said this is the most Neil Young. But to again, me that it's it doesn't been. make sense to me. Okay, what I'm trying to say is I feel like
3: he's trying to to make. I just think there's a counter argument for anything that you say. Oh well, I think he's being the most Neil right now, but you could say that about you guys brought up. Yeah. Trans or You've ways, also said that or, so many times. Yeah, I probably did. I'm just saying I, I don't like saying it anymore because I think it's like the guy's an artist and he's doing what he wants okay, to well, do. I don't know how, I don't know how to know it. It doesn't mean it's all good. No. This I'm album not sucks. It's good. Yeah, I agree. You know, everything he but,
2: touches isn't fucking gold, especially this album and a lot of the right. shit he I'm did in the I'm not saying 80s. that
3: it's all gold. They're all Neil
5: Young
2: albums. They're all Neil Young
5: albums. Yes. This one, I felt his heart a little more. I felt like his heart was more in this than it was in the past three combined, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I felt like he wasn't putting on an act.
5: Yes. And maybe Mm -hmm. his heart was in trans a little bit now that I know the stuff going on with this. Yeah,
3: I would say trans seems more heartfelt to me.
5: To me, this one, I felt felt Neil coming through more in this than I did in trans and old ways and everybody's rocking. Combined, my my personal opinion, this album spoke to me more, and the more I listened to it, the more I enjoyed it. The more I liked the lyrics, the more I liked. I don't. I didn't even hate the production. I know that's super weird, and people See, that's, are gonna that's, shit all that's over that's me. That's part
2: of the reason why. Like when I've been listening to it lately, I've been getting angry. Really? Yeah. It's kind of like um, I'm the same It's kind of like that's I'm a prisoner. I'm Guant- into this You know what? You if I was if I was a prisoner, like, or if I was running Guantanamo. Yeah, I would use this album yeah. to make fucking people talk.
3: It'd be like a, a, I'd
2: turn it up all the way and play it twenty four hours a day like, uh, and torture them with it until they told me where the fucking Ayatollah slept. It'd be like in okay, uh, Mike. It'd be like in Clockwork Orange, except except right. the eyes propped open. You'd right. have to it's, have your have, ears. You'd have like you'd have headphones be blasted like, in, like a, locked you know, to your head. Yeah, epoxied to your ears. Oh, you dude. couldn't take them off. They'd be sewn into your skin. Yeah. This is how I would torture. I use this album to torture people. I
5: with. can't believe I'm on the defending side of this album. This it, is so weird to me. I
2: almost feel like you're the one that's acting because you just no. decide.
3: You I, just all the, every time you and I are like, nope. Actually, I, I kind of like this one. And it's coming in.
5: well,
2: he he was. You were like that about some other album too. About liking
5: you? this when you guys didn't like it. Yeah, wasn't. Or no, no, no. I'm no,
2: sorry. Was it me. was the opposite. Yeah. it was comes a time. Yeah, I didn't, and you're like, like I didn't you're really like you know I I, didn't, I don't think this is. I'm a not great gonna. Album, yeah. The
5: thing with this podcast, I love Neil Young. I'm not gonna. Yeah, we all do. But oh, do really? <laughs> but I'm I'm not gonna act. I'm just gonna I'm gonna tell it like it is. I didn't really enjoy the last three albums. I'm starting and this one, like I said, I didn't like it at all at first. But going through the Neil timeline that we have, it made me
3: like this way
5: more than let, I ever thought. Let me I ask would. you a question.
3: Go ahead. How do you feel about the music in Rocky Four? There, there are parts of that in this. Okay. How do you feel about the music in Rocky Four? There are parts of it that I appreciate. Okay. But how do you feel about having Bill Conti for the first three and then no Bill Conti in Rocky Four? Not the same. And is it yeah, awful? Rocky Four is not the same, but there are okay. parts of Rocky Four that I, I enjoy. That's why I fucking hate this album because it's the same thing to me. That's fine. This is the Rocky Four soundtrack. Of the Rocky series, but this is
5: there the are some songs in this. No,
2: no, you know what this is? This is the Grease 2 soundtrack. <laughs> no,
5: no, I know what Russell's saying because there's one song in particular that literally belongs in the whole montage where Stallone throws his fucking yeah, it's helmet. Touched,
3: it's Touch the Night,
5: yeah. And but there are there are like weird nostalgic things about Rocky 4 that I like, but it's context. I don't like Rocky Four as much because I love Rocky one through three so much Rocky no, came Rocky, out, one Rocky
3: Four came out the year before this record, so I blame Rocky Four on this record.
2: Well, just
5: b- blame it, all the albums that came out in this time period. <laughs> yeah
2: I can't tell you right now everything you heard on the radio when this album came out uh-huh. has the similar production yeah everything was electronic really? everything the was bass electronic and everything? yeah the drums? everything, especially the drums the cars. Which some of this sounds like? I think they're just. So I, I, if you I, listen to the Cars' "Heartbeat City" album, the one with "Drive" on it and "Magic," and you might but think still those hits. Who is no? The someone, drums are all electronic on that album. David Robinson was, did not hit one drum on that. Like album. Like an acoustic drum. None. Someone w- yeah. someone
5: we know was just talking about the Cars. Oh, it was my best friend's girlfriend.
2: Very good. Well played, sir. Uh-huh.
4: Thanks. But
2: yeah, this is so this is repre- this is very representative of what you would hear the production, not this music, but the production sound. Yeah. You know, and as yeah, I mentioned earlier, Don Henley had those three gigantic albums that were huge hits. Mm-hmm. The Phil Collins albums.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, a lot of the a lot of the English pop that was coming out then. The Thompson Twins and fucking Human League and all that shit. It all had this similar production to it. Everything was electronic because it was the eighties. All this new technology was coming out. Computers were advancing by leaps and bounds very so quickly. Why did you so, get
3: so mad at me when I said I hated eighties music? <laughs> what are you talking about? Remember
5: it wasn't we but, got in a fight. Well, because last, it wasn't all a, like a this. you were saying there's ago. no music,
2: no good music came out of the eighties, and I'm like, what the fuck? There's tons of good music that came out of the eighties. You shit
5: all over the eighties.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I you think come 80s in hot. All you the didn't time, even Rustin. live through. You the come 80s. in hot on the eighties. I just think the '80s music is just the worst of all the decades of all the. All you haven't the eras. dug
2: deep enough. It's there's a there was tons of good music that came out in the '80s. Probably
3: like, from artists who started in
2: the '70s. Not really. <laughs> Such
5: a dumb thing to say. Yeah. Why?
3: <laughs>
2: Prove me, me wrong. I don't know the replacements.
4: I don't know the That'll, replacements. You,
2: oh, don't know then you don't know a lot. You know what? what? You're a, you're a lesser person than I am. You're right. Yeah. You know a replacement a song. Replacements lives matters.
5: You know a replacement song, you just don't know what's the
3: Replacements. Probably.
5: Portland. It's too late to turn back. Here we go. You've heard the Middle Brother version.
3: Yeah, I'm sure the the Middle Brother version is 100 million times better than the original. The Replacements version, version is actually pretty good.
2: Wow. <laughs> now now you are truly talking out of your ass. What so? I mean, this album real. makes me want to talk out of my You head. really,
5: you came in hot. You're like, you're, yeah, you're steaming on the couch. I
3: can't, I couldn't find a fucking flight attendant outfit, and I'm under pressure wow. from
2: moving. That's what happens. And I made a shitty drink. Yeah,
5: your, your drink is not nearly as bad as I thought it was. When going.
2: Russ can't dress up, he gets angry.
5: <laughs> so what? <laughs> I shouldn't like this album. There's nothing. I can't explain why. I tried to. I tried to explain, I just felt the heart of it a little more. I, I don't know what I mean. And maybe as we go song by song, I'll be able to explain it more.
3: I, I like some of these songs. I just do not like the production. This even happened when... I me- think the drums, are, I just... Maybe you're right. Maybe it's because I'm a drummer. And honestly, the drumming, if it was done on an actual drum kit, would be pretty
2: good. It'd be There's moments in this album where I'm like, that's it, good drumming. It, and it the, was, though. But yeah. the, pro- the problem is, Neil and Danny Korchmar fucked with it. They right. wanted Neil wanted this particular drum sound that was really popular in the 80s, the big, thick drum sound. Yeah. And it was coming out of... like That was the birth of hip-hop, right? So Run DMC yeah. and all these the rap acts had this huge drum sound that other rock bands tried to imitate. It You listen to the music at the time. The drums are way out front. Mm. And Neil wanted that, but... Lesson learned. I don't know why he didn't... It works for that. It works for hip hop, right? But I don't know why he didn't just use electronic drums instead of like take Steve Jordan, who's an amazing drummer, yeah, d- and fuck with his drums so right. hard, yeah, because the drumming,
3: the drum, like Steve Jordan is a great drummer, yeah. That I'm not saying that. I'm, Bring in a
2: bass player and get a drum that's machine. That's what I mean.
3: Fucking <laughs> right. <laughs> have a real bass player and have Steve Jordan like play an actual drum kit, and then these songs would be pretty fucking rad. And then don't play screams on a synclavier for two fucking songs. I loved it. I loved it. I oh. can't
5: explain it, but I loved it.
3: It's literally like, you know what it reminds me of? And it, and it was like that in that last song in Reactor 2, the, the shots or whatever. Remember in Friends when Ross, ever he like builds up that he's this great music, like he plays the keyboard. Remember this episode? I'm a fucking dork that I would remember this Friends episode, but...
5: No, get more into Friends, please. Yeah. There's this episode where... And then Ro- shit on all the music microphones. Where Ross, Get more
3: yeah. into where what the suck, but I where love Where Ross Friends. is like, he's nervous because he wants to show them his music that he used to make in the 80s, and it was on a keyboard, and then he starts playing it, and it's just like, it's just I do a bomb sound this. and like a helicopter sound, and he just plays all these like, <laughs> like on the this, fucking actually. keyboard, and they're all just like in there shots. Like, yes, yeah. like in it shots. Was just Neil just fucking. But there's y- parts in this album too. Like at the end, where I can hear him hitting the fucking thing, playing a scream effect.
4: I but, loved it.
5: Why? I can't explain it. I don't know what it is. Even during when we recorded, make it stop. When me and Mike recorded that, I was I felt like guilty because I'm like I kind of liked this album, but the whole point of that ep- episode was. Mm-hmm. shit on this and, and yeah but it's you should have good. brought
2: that up because that they i did they a little bit that too
5: i did a little bit and we, we talked about like hippie dream brought up i mean i i still think hippie dream's a great song and then there's just neil's playing guitar in this album finally
2: and it's yeah but it's, it's you can't even hear it. it's a couple of you tunes it, a couple of tunes barely. it comes out but a lot of it's like kind of drowned out by it's the fucking, by the drums. the keyboards and the fake fucking horns Excuse me. It's just it's the that production HD water is really getting. Is, to the... No, it's the Modelo oh, I've been it's the trying to get that taste yeah, out. of Mike my always mouth.
5: brings a Modelo, no matter what drink we make. He always brings a, uh <laughs> I gotta have my Tall gotta boy. have my
2: beer. It's my um, it's my after work beer. Helps me. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. It's the guitar. I, I do agree. The guitar. There's some really great guitar playing on
3: here. Yeah, yeah, there is. But I felt like I. But a lot of it gets lost. It gets lost.
2: Like it does on Reactor. Yeah. Like they like if he brought his guitar up more on reactor yeah. and that album was done so quickly, you know, but he, that wasn't the case here. He just wanted to use all the technology at his disposal. You know, who you can blame for that is the engineer, Nico Bolas, who was working in that studio at the time. He had no idea. He didn't have no idea. He didn't care who Neil Young was. Mm. So when Neil Young walked in, he was like, whatever, I'm the engineer. I'm just going to do my job. But then Neil started asking him questions about stuff in the studio. Neil went around L.A. He went to L.A., went around to the studios, listened to stuff they were all working on because he wanted to find out what was happening at that time because he was so out of fucking touch with what was on the radio and what was popular. And Nico Bolas showed him how to use and how to, you know, kind of use the technology to color the music.
4: Yeah. So you can, yeah, can I, you can blame I'm, him because then
2: then he went overboard with I'm sure
3: Neil, was probably, I'm sure Neil it. was probably like driving him fucking nuts.
2: Well, he ended up working with him on the next four oh, albums and a shoot. few albums after that. So I guess they got In on. fact, Neil actually called him God at one point. And then they have uh The Volume The Volume Dealers. You ever see that on the back of the like the Ragged Glory album or no. Freedom I don't, I don't Nico so. Bolas and Neil Young The Volume Dealers. That's mm. so when they would produce something together. Neil huh. loved him because he didn't give a shit. Yeah. Kind of like Steve, he loved Steve Jordan because Steve Jordan didn't give a shit.
5: Didn't give a shit like yes, Manning, whatever Neil said, or didn't give a shit like he would tell Neil whatever, like tell Neil what was on his mind and not give yeah, a shit. Yeah, basically. okay Or
2: tell Neil like, you should do this here. Okay. You know, and, and I think Neil liked him because he didn't have an agenda, because he didn't care, because he, he already had a good job as an engineer. He was working on tons of stuff. Mm. You know, so he's the guy that kind of turned Neil on to all this technology and Neil. Like Briggs said, with the Synclavier, Neil took it and just went overboard with it. Hmm. Yeah,
5: on this one though. Yeah, absolutely. No,
2: I don't. I, he he,
5: trans way overboard. Reactor, I don't. I don't like Reactor. I thought was fine, and then this one I thought was a little overboard, not way overboard.
2: How can, the the majority of this album is like artificial.
5: It's artificial, but it's not Synclavier.
2: Yeah, it is. No, it's not sampled. You're right. No. Right. Like shots is like he just went overboard with the samples. Yeah. And like you were saying, that scream sample yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That's so yeah, he went sure, he went overboard with that. But I'm talking about like, you know, drum machines and sequencers and things like that. He he totally just everything on this album is fake except for the drums, which he tried to make sound fake.
4: Yeah.
2: You know, instead of just using a they probably had a fucking Lin drum kit. Right. Somewhere around there, something that he could have fucking used, but no, he had Steve Jordan come in and play real drums, and then he tried to make them sound electronic. See, I thought
3: he, I thought Steve Jordan like played. When did electronic drum kits come out?
2: Oh, geez, um, seventies.
3: Well, that question doesn't matter because Neil can travel to the future and get one.
5: That's, That's true.
3: true. Yeah, he's got a new Roland set. <laughs> um, I thought Steve. I thought he was playing an electronic kit. No. no, he
2: was playing real drums and Neil was, was like fucking with his drum sound. Ugh. And he wasn't playing hard enough. Remember, we talked about that with Time Fades Away and what's yeah. his, who was playing drums on Harvest? Kenny Buttry, right? Yeah. And he wasn't playing hard enough and Neil kept telling him to play harder. It was the same thing on this album. Harder. And he's yeah, he like, You got to play harder.
1: Hey, we're in the golden state. <laughs> yeah, come on.
2: Um, I need you to be speaking
1: out state. with those drums. You know, Danny Korchmar said that. Or your time's going to fade away. He's right. never
2: seen anybody wear out Steve Jordan. Yeah, Neil yeah, Young yeah. wore out Steve Jordan.
3: That's not true. <laughs> no, he didn't. You're right. He didn't. Sorry. God damn it. Don't do that
5: the set. Um, uh, so this, one, this album came out Geffen had his shit with Neil. Mm -hmm. Uh, You had Trans, then Everybody's Mm rocking Lawsuit. Old Ways did come out eventually, but that was recorded before. But this is after all that shit, correct?
2: Yeah, they had settled this at this point. From what I read and from like in shaky... Geffen had
5: apologized at this point before this album. Came no, out. he
2: hadn't apologized yet. They just settled. They settled. Okay. And But they had uh, some kind of agreement where they, they would put out Old Ways if Neil would make a rock record. Okay. Next. And that's my theory is that they brought in Danny Korchmar because Don Henley was on Geffen and they tried to get a commercially successful album out of Neil Young.
5: So do you think, in your opinion, do you think there was any spite in this album or do you think in Neil's mind like everybody's rocking feels spiteful to me This one does not Right Do you think there's any or do you think Neil just genuinely set out to make the the album Anyway I he think came he
2: genuinely with? set out okay. to make an album that sounded of the time cuz he tried all these songs were had been around for a few years he tried to record this album with Crazy Horse 2 years previous really? Yeah and oh, it failed man. miserably Really Yeah he, they just couldn't get it together and he kept um, but did he Frank's, want that, this yeah, fr- sound well, out he, not, of the horse? Frank San Pedro said, Neil kept saying, it's got to sound more commercial than this. And yeah. so they weren't getting anything done at the ranch. It's because he, was, so they it's went cause he to, was
3: drinking Reagan juice.
2: So they went to uh, the Hit Factory in New York. No, I'm sorry, the Power Station in New York City. So that's like tons of hit albums were made there and everything like that. Crazy. The first time ever Neil Young and Crazy Horse did not record in California. Hmm. and it went horribly. Okay. David Briggs said, um, they all played like monkeys. Those were his exact words. Yeah, Yeah, that they were just, it was just not happening, and he just threw the whole thing away. So he he gave it it a try.
5: does Does it exist somewhere, you
2: think? Well, I'm sure it exists somewhere. I would love to hear that. I would like to hear that too. Some of these songs with Crazy Horse. Yeah. But then Neil, that's when Neil gave up, they started doing that, oh, rock and roll's dead, and I'm gonna play country music for the rest of my life, and you know fuck yeah. geffen i'm just going to be a country artist which yeah. didn't last very long okay you know
3: yeah i think there's just i don't know this this whole time period and it just was troubling i just this bothers me because of it was a troubling time for neil
4: like, yeah,
2: this al- You know what this album sounds like? It sounds like panic and stress. That's what I mean. It sounds like he's trying I mean, so hard to make like a hit record. That's what okay. I feel
3: in this record, yeah. and, that, and then and then I don't know. I think it's just a bunch of culmination of different things where I was so bothered learning about all that shit that he said about like you know, gay people and just like the whole Reagan thing and all that. It just like brought me down, man. It like really fucking brought me down because I've only ever known Neil to be like this really right. wonderful. You know kind of open loving i mean obviously he's he he can be troublesome, but i thought always thought it was sort of like a John Lewis good trouble sort of a thing, you know,
1: yeah, but you got well, I'm
2: sure Carrie Snodgrass feels the same way well, yeah,
1: <laughs> and you got and his
3: other wives you gotta to remember too like. It's, I just mean I always I've always known him to be like an advocate for for right. good things,
5: and you like to think of someone as cons- but you got to remember you and me weren't even like
3: that. No, I, yeah, no, I know, I know. Fucking Barack I, Obama, person, like was yes, against gay marriage. Yes, I know. He's a human, a point, and you know, like, yeah, absolutely.
5: It's shitty. It's the terrible. Only person that who,
3: was the... <laughs> who isn't like that is Bernie. Amen. <laughs> but whatever, it It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. I and I also just think I was listening to some other podcast, and I was like, I hope we don't sound like we would do better or something, you know, like what do you mean? then just, just then any, if you go, I never thought I would be doing like a, I never thought I'd be, be in like a criticism sort of uh, medium. It is and a, so it's it is weird, weird for yeah. me because I'm an artist and it's like, I, I don't, I, I feel weird if people write things about our music or, because it's all so subjective. Like art is just so subjective. Exactly. And it's like, as much as I, you know the energy wasn't all there. Maybe with this interview that we did, but I was just like, you know, it's true. You know, maybe the guy actually does like. Maybe it's subjective. People like what they like. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. And yeah. so, but I do love Neil, and we all love Neil, and that's what brought us to this podcast. And I think all our it was really refreshing actually reading the comments on this on this album to see like everyone feels differently, but we all love Neil and we love what he does and why he does it. And but there's also things that I. I don't, I don't know. I'm going we, in circles. But. No,
5: you're al- you're allowed that. And I think that's... It. We're podcasting. So we've had this conversation a million times. The internet is capturing this conversation, this one moment of time, and it's bl- broadcasting it forever. Right. But two years, you could come back and be like, you know what? I actually kind of do
3: like yeah, this. Yeah, 100%. And, I, and that's why I want to make sure... Personally, I'm holding space for that awareness that, yeah. you know, I might feel differently. Fucking ten minutes from now,
5: and that's kind of where I'm at. Re- when we first started talking about this podcast, and you brought up trans, and you're like, "But it's landing on water," and I agreed. I remember pulling down the fucking jacket, and being like, "Yeah, this album is sucks." and the, it's so weird for me to be on this side of it, and I can't explain. I have no real reason to explain it. Explain yeah. why? It's just no, how that's I'm feeling totally right now. Fine.
3: I mean, I think I felt that way about everybody's rocking. I just. Like me and Laco were like, I don't know why, I don't know what well, it is. I, I, just... I
2: felt like that about tonight's the night. Yeah, you know, I was sixteen at the time and yeah. just getting into Neil, but I was like, I don't and know. And nobody about else this. probably it was, liked it, right? He sounds terrible. Well, none of my none of the people I was hanging out with liked Neil Young. Yeah, you know. So it was, I was just kind of like, this isn't that good. Mm-hmm. But after living a little bit more of my life, then I started warming to it, and then later on from yeah. that, it was just like, okay. And then knowing the story and the background and everything. So, yeah, that happens. You change your mind. Totally. One day you're calling a guy at the grocery store a faggot. And yeah. then the next day you're becoming a citizen of the United States just because you want to vote for Bernie. Right. Right. You know?
3: And, yeah, hopefully you will evolve, right? I mean, yeah. we, all, we all, that's the hope. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and regardless. But I, I think what I think we do, sorry to interrupt, but I think what we all do well in this podcast is that we all at least bring which is what I hope we do and continue to do is, with each thing where we get negative, we're, we remain positive. I feel like overall we we
5: positive, but but still honest.
3: Honest, I yeah, yeah. I want us to be honest, but I also think that we all have a good understanding that, like, yeah, this isn't for me or whatever, but or at this right exact moment in time, because we're not Neil and we can't just jump around time. But you know, right here in this moment, this is how I feel, and that's subject to change but overall i love neil and i love the art
2: you're being wishy-washy
3: you're feeling a little negative neil guilt is what's happening
5: you've you've never disliked an album this much you're
2: like this is bad but i don't want to i don't really you know since i wasn't involved you know it's not that bad we don't fully have the right to critique something is that what you're saying no i'm not saying i'm just i don't know how to be a critic I never thought I would. We're I'd... 20 something episodes in. 25.
3: Yeah, I never, I don't, I know. I don't Our know why. podcast can just, rent a car now. I feel like now that it's getting. In... <laughs> <laughs> it used to be 25 to rent a yeah, car. I yeah. I think 26, maybe. It might have gone up, but yeah, it's at least that's 25. fucking crazy. Isn't that nuts? <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's wrong. Let's get into that for half an hour. <laughs> See, that I'd be fine with being a critic that's about, fucking... but like being a critic about music, it's weird because that's my right. that's like yeah, because everybody I'm hears so it It's my
2: right. life. It's, it's like, like food or, or beer. Right. Like, yeah, like I love this beer. I know but I you know, may so think I, it tastes I, like
5: shit. I know, you know what Russ is saying. Yeah. It's it's hard, especially being someone who literally creates music and puts it out into the ether, to talk negatively about someone else, especially an idol. Negatively about their music, but it's okay to do that. And I think I just you just have
3: to be okay when people do that about your music, yeah. And and I'm, yeah, you're gonna put it out there, yeah. You gotta, you gotta expect some of it to come back, that is what it is. But I feel like a part of me would be a little bit like Danny or Neil, where if someone had something bad to say about my my music, I'd be like, Well, I did what I did, you you do it, you know, and
2: whatever, you know what I mean. But you know what, you don't have to, you have the right to critique something you don't like yeah 100 percent. you know when i bought this fucking cassette i was just like this yeah. is fucking this sucks i just spent nine dollars on something mm. and i don't i barely like one song this is bullshit yeah you i know? think
3: i'm just i think i'm we're getting into this weird era and it for me it i don't know i think you're you're more used to you've been doing radio for a long time and
2: Yeah, people tell me is, I suck all the time. No, I don't think you do. In that. front of thousands of other people listening all the time. Yeah. They do it on social media where everybody can see. Yeah. You know, everything. And you know what? Fine. Yeah. That's fine. You think I suck. Yeah, nobody's but, forcing you to, to listen to oh, this right. podcast uh-huh. and nobody's forcing you to listen to Neil Young or me or right. whatever. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, you've got your opinion. The best part about that for me yeah. is that there's a reaction. Yeah, yeah. Cuz if it's like they'll you know, put out landing on water and nobody said anything about it, that would probably be way worse right. than three guys sitting around saying this album fucking sucks.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Cuz yeah. it,
2: it gets like I said before, it gets such a rise out of me that I get like angry, like somebody's mm-hmm. poking me with a stick. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like a, po- a pointy what... stick and I'm just like, yeah. cut <laughs> the shit?" You know? <laughs> yeah. And it's partially cuz of the fucking drums yeah. and the production yeah, and just it's just not a good thing. Well, and like I was really. saying,
3: I think part of it too was where neil was in at that time in his life and like the the whole poli- political thing too it's just right. like all that coalesced into this like you said this sort of ain't ain't like stressful i don't well, know i think just, he's
2: it's stressful because he's lost yeah he's and that song pressure <clears throat> excuse me is God. like that's probably the most accurate depiction besides pressure. drifter of what Neil's going through, because like, he was pressure. going through two, <sighs> he was going through two lawsuits, right, with yeah. Geffen, and then that woman from Human Highway who got hurt. Oh, right. And then, um, and then the whole thing. Wait, I, what I didn't hear about that.
4: What yeah, we talked about you, that. There's yeah.
2: a woman. Was it the? What, did she get hurt from Dennis Hopper? Dennis Hopper was doing yeah. knife tricks, knife remember? Tricks. And she got cut and had to have surgery. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. forget her name, but she was suing. Yeah. You know, so and then his still do, going through what he's going through with Ben right you yeah. know and trying to do treatments and come yeah. up with stuff like that and yeah so he had a lot going on and and, and now he's under pressure to <laughs> try to be accessible mm-hmm. and try to have people figure him out which is the last thing he wants to do right what we've yeah, learned yeah. right yeah he wants people to like him now right because for whatever reason you may think maybe it's it's him maybe it's cuz well i need to make money cuz at this point he was losing money
3: yeah i think you, you i think know? you make a really good point too about feeling that lostness but almost it's almost as if he doesn't really realize how lost he is and we have sort of the benefit of knowing where he's at now or we again we're not him but it seems no from course, an outside yeah. it seems from an outside perspective that he's much more i guess to, w- the opposite would be found as far as you know, just all those things that were troubling him then. He seems to be in a much better place now. Well, right? he had to go through, and all the music that. now is is, or after this, a lot after this, it's it just seems more organic, organic, yeah, right. and 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 at peace a little or something. Where, but again, you need the suffering, you need those trying things to learn and to grow, hopefully. And some people don't. Some people just never grow. They go the opposite way. Some right? people
2: make the same album over and over. Yeah. Here, right? Right. They found a formula. It works great for them. Yeah. They're successful with it every time. And that's why, why, we, that's it, why right? we love Neil. That's why we love him. But Neil. it is hard
3: to cover it. It's but like Neil it's...
2: spent the 80s trying not to sound like Neil. Yeah. Trying not to sound like he did in the 70s anyway. Right. Yeah. You know, I equate that to what... And I don't know if you guys are fans at all. Metallica, right? So Metallica... Uh-huh comes out with this awesome string of albums leading up to the black album, right? Which is their biggest seller of all time. Then they spend the next 10 years trying not to sound like Metallica for the same exact reason. Right. Hmm. Rust never sleeps. Yeah. It's, they don't want to corrode. They, they don't want to get stale. So they'll make a bunch of shitty albums just to shake it all loose. And I think that's, that's what he was doing. And he kind of lost sight of writing the songs and, you know, concentrating on being Neil Young on was, what
3: he's, all, you know, you can you can experiment and have fun and do whatever you want. That's like you said, a hundred percent. You're right, and it's our right to talk about it. Yeah, I agree with you there, but at the same time, it is it is good. Uh, I don't know. I, I also think you you should know your strengths and your weaknesses. But I guess how do you figure them out unless you?
2: Right, he fuck he around, did. He took know? the '80s yeah. to find out what he wasn't good at. Yeah, and and then he took the '90s. To really concentrate on what he was good at, yeah, he made Ragged Glory and Harvest, Harvest Moon, Moon yeah. you know, which are you could say Rust Never Sleeps and you know Harvest Revisited. Did, did he said you, okay, these are the things I do the best. I'm gonna and get those back are to great, that. man. Right?
5: Did either of you guys look at the list? At like four different people sent us.
2: Oh, the Guardian list. Yeah, I didn't have time. I didn't I'm, I'm hoping we could talk about that. In we, the should next a, episode. we should do
5: an episode on that. Yeah, I think that and then pick our own. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Maybe top ten and not. Not, to, top not top sixty five, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. How many albums yeah. he has out right now? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that think, was nice. I'll see you guys later. All right, see ya. All right, bud. <laughs> hey, don't forget your modello. Oh yeah. Oh shit. I think, I, hey, buddy.
5: I think Russ. I think you've just never felt as negative, negatively as you have to this point about a Neil album, and I think
3: you're feeling a little bit of guilt about it. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. Because, I don't know. but I'm not. You, I'm not totally should, you, like. I think there are. I really agree with some of the what the people said about. There are songs on here that I've... I, and I wrote this down in my notes as I was listening to this song. It's like, this song could be good. I just don't like this. I Like you said, Shu, I don't like that he fucked with the drums like that. And I wish there was a fucking bass.
2: Just fucking
3: put a it real is. bass on the it's, album.
2: It's so artificial sounding. It is. And that's like... It makes me feel uncomfortable. This was the... Height of technology, relax, rusty, Seinfeld. Making albums. You know, this is the what's the deal that. with the bass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just want a real it's bass. A bass, it's I a European just just carry-all.
1: it's not a purse.
3: <laughs> that was pretty good.
5: I just <laughs> want the bass for my intro. There, there was a, a moment, no on this. pick. There wasn't a, a pick.
3: <laughs> there is a moment on this, uh, one of these songs where it has a little Seinfeldy fucking intro too with the bass, the
2: fake bass, rather. Oh my god, yeah. It sounds like a cop show theme. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know there's, what I'm a of, about? there's a lot of there's a lot of cop show themes on this album. There's a lot of John Hughes, yeah. movie montage music on this album. Yeah.
5: We, we should bounce into it song for song. Yeah, here let's go into because it because right we have this. Plus, we have a, a whole interview with yeah. the producer let's, of this album. Then that might we'll, we'll just be separate. It will keep that separate. Let's Play get the uh,
2: let's get the weight of the world on our shoulders here.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Captain Neil speaking from the the fucking deck. Uh, Listen up, people on the street. I got a bad news beat for you. Uh, So stop shuffling your feet. We're fucking going down. What was I fucking saying? Anyway, uh, I got a problem. I still got a problem. Oh, there's a fucking bird. Shit, we're about to hit a bird, I think. Fuck. Get Sully in here. All right, that's enough. Fucking turn this off. I got a fucking album to make with fucking Korchmar. Alright? <laughs> Wrap it up!
2: It's just the the keyboards,
4: mm-hmm.
2: everything. It's Can... just it's it's pissing me off to no end, and it's not like I'm even pissed off at Neil. It's just something that it's like you. Okay, so like when you guys are doing a sound check or you're you're playing live, and all of a sudden there's that high shrill feedback that kicks in from somewhere. You don't know where it's from Mm -hmm. and you just start going, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. That's what this whole album is like for me. Really? (laughs) Yeah. It's a great analogy. Very aggressive. Fucking turn the fucking monitors down, you know, just Jesus fucking Christ. Okay.
5: So this week. Yeah. Not as much as when we first started, but I listened to this album probably seven times this week. Each time I liked it more. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. I'm not well, trolling you guys. Luke. I don't know what's happened to me. I swear, like, it's, it's like in the Santa Claus when he shaves and then his beard grows back fuller. That's what I feel like with it, this. I don't know why.
2: It sounds like you were alone for all of your life.
5: Yeah, th- that's a fucking great part. I think Russ, you said that's your favorite part of this whole this song. This is a
3: part of the song that's, I like. It's actually the you know, one of the why most cause the parts. fucking shitty production isn't there and it's, it's just
5: it's like the weird
2: a, backwards acoustic guitar. Yeah, that that's part's pretty cool. I like cool. that. It's yeah. still
5: part of the production, is that someone decided that. Sure. But the cooch probably is probably his
2: input. I don't think nah, so. That, all that other shitty stuff I think. That seems is the like a Neil cooch.
3: part to me. You're wrong.
2: Yeah, I know I am. Yeah, we we got that wrong. We're all wrong. Everybody, God is wrong.
5: Yeah, I, I lyrically, I really like the song, and I like the way that it starts with this song. I like the transition to that. And then, Mike, you just showed us the video. It's fucking great.
2: The videos are pure joy. They really are. Opinion. They are, if anything They're good fun. came out of this album, yeah, it the was videos the video. Were, he made a video cool. for every song you can't watch them on YouTube in America. Apparently you can in Europe. I don't know what the legality of that is, but they're on the archives, Neil Young archives. You got to go on the timeline. Yes. And before you get to landing on water, there's several little gold studs in the timeline. And if you move your, um, that's the name of the band that played with me on landing on water, the gold studs, the gold studs. (laughs) Welcome. The golden state. Um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so you, you click on those little studs, it'll bring up the songs and the videos for the ones that are available anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only good thing that came out of this album were these just, just amazing videos.
5: Agree to disagree, but I do really well, like the videos. They're and the, fun. And
2: if you liked Human Highway, you'll love these videos. Oh, yeah, because they're a the, blast. In this video, it's, uh, what, what was his name? Johnny Fontaine? Something the like that. The rock star yeah, Elvis yeah, guy from Human Highway. Yeah. He yeah. kind of reprises Tony his role Clifton, there. Tony Clifton. Yeah, and um, it's fantastic, but I, you know, it's, it's just, <laughs> yeah. And I agree. A lot of these songs, the lyrics are pretty good. Yeah. I can relate well, to them. I will I say, though, them. not all of them. I will say, no, all, all, no, not all of them. Some of them.
3: It's I will just say a, on this yeah. one, I feel like we need to start a new drinking game. Every time Neil Young writes a lyric about shuffling his feet with his head down. Oh my down, God, yeah. How many times has he written "shuffling, walking down the street, shuffling his right. feet with or, his head down, hanging low"? Or like,
5: any song that's probably about Crosby, Stills, now. Nah. Yeah, <laughs>
3: that's right. They're all about
5: CSN. <laughs> One man. per album, I feel. But like. yeah,
3: there are good songs, and I—I I mean, I don't hate this song. I don't hate it, but I notice, like, even right off the bat, I was like, "Okay, the sound of these drums, I do not like." But I get that it's the '80s. And then I even on this first track, once they went away for the I Was Alone. Uh, that's my favorite that? part okay. that I like. I like this song because of that part, mostly. Hold on. But I, I imagine the song if it was just. Yeah, but that was it right there. World. World. I was alone for all of my life. This I like.
4: Yeah, yeah, that
3: part I dig, but there's none of the. I mean, yeah, you have the like, the kick, but it doesn't sound like that was fucked with, and it's just like a four on the floor, and then you like you said, shoot that weird sort of um, reverse guitar. Yeah, it or sounds something. like they and, were
2: playing a backwards track along to yeah. the regular yeah. track, which gave it that kind of shimmering feel to it. Which almost, I, I almost, thought sounded really cool. Young invented Radiohead. Like, oh, no, it's that, <laughs> oh my God. that was
3: more of like a that was more of like a Beatles-esque sort of yeah. vibe, but but don't, don't you think it. that
5: for you to appreciate that part, you need this other part, or you don't? You don't think
3: that? I understand what you mean, but you mean, it's not worth the having are you the sure whole rest of the album be those shitty. Are you sure it's because drums.
2: the rest of the song? You like that part only because the rest of the song is so shitty. <laughs> That it makes that part sound good, but in reality, it's really not that good. But if you put it like... It could be, you know, you're right. Yeah, like, how do you really feel, that? Like, if you drank some Cristal, uh-huh. and then you drank an HD water... In the Stretch <laughs> Navigator. right? And then you were like, wow! You know, right. but then you drank... Yeah, I'm just saying...
5: How yeah. do you really feel, Mike?
2: I think I've made my feelings known about this album for some time now. <laughs> you was, may have even made has. them known
5: to the producer of the yes, album. Yes. Well,
2: I, what else was I going to say? <laughs> Oh no Anything but that (laughs) Why
5: I'm just kidding I'm fucking around (laughs) I mean that's
2: I'm not gonna like Go like On all Like 20 episodes On this podcast And then go on another podcast And say the same thing I think
5: you acted deliciously Let's move on
2: Oh my god Shut the fuck up That's how people That's how California people talk They're fucked up Yeah Listen to this This summer Get ready for the new John Hughes film yeah. I am ready for it. Molly Ringwald. John Cryer. <laughs> that sounds great. It's, this is what it is.
4: Here comes Molly the sun. Ringwald. I want to hear Here Comes the Sun. John, not John this. Cryer
5: and the San Francisco Boys Choir in <laughs> Violent Side.
2: Pretty and landing on water. Although with these lyrics, I, I feel like
3: maybe Dexter Morgan helped him write it. <laughs>
4: Yeah this is a
5: this is an odd one because it doesn't sound as dark as the lyrics are in this. Yeah. And then the fact that he has a boys choir sing Yeah, the violin. Yeah, can and We and get to the, the, it, it can can go, you, go to the boys choir. Yeah, go to yeah, the, yeah, the boys just leave choir it because I It's like war listen to is to over, right?
2: Sec. Yeah, listen to it for a sec. Let's, turn it up a little bit. Okay, and I said this on the Make It Stop podcast, further proof that Neil Young is a time-traveling vampire Mm because he traveled to 2010, Mm -hmm. and he turned the radio on and heard Imagine Dragons and went, (laughs) hey, this sounds pretty good. No, I, he didn't. I think I'm going to bring it back to the 80s and see if it works there. <laughs>
5: don't disgrace Neil Young by saying he would say Imagine Dragons are a good sound. Yeah,
2: totally. This totally sounds like Imagine Dragons. It's like Imagine Dragons based their whole fucking career on this one Neil Young song. <laughs> it's also sort of got that, like, I mean, maybe
3: just because it's a boys choir, but it's got that, like, war is over. Sure, yeah. You know, that, John, I don't get that. The vibe. John Lennon sort of. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but so, it's totally different. So but this, I, just, I think, if I hear a boys' choir, I think of that. First of all first, of all, first of all, first of all, the boys' choir. I don't it's mind. Bad, the, I don't actually, a bad association. I don't mind the boys' choir in this. Actually, no, those, I don't, those youngsters I don't killed hate it. But those youngsters. Yeah.
5: <laughs> but also, it's kind of an interesting move. It, originally, I was kind of um, negative about this, but he's he's speaking to his inner child. And he has a boys choir singing. I just think it's kind of a very interesting like way to mm. you're digging pretty deep there, Luke. Sure. Really? Not like you don't dig <laughs> way deeper than me on it. Behind on these eyes
2: else. there walks a stranger wandering through the dark, following me.
3: Yeah, that's why I that's why I said I feel like yeah. Dexter Morgan helped him write this. And he's just singing about really. being angry. He's like,
5: talking about his, his his self, his like his other self. Yeah, his
3: shadow self. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Again, a shadow self. Yeah. Behind these eyes, there walks a stranger. Coming this summer, John Carpenter's latest.
1: These eyes, these <laughs> eyes are never going to have another love, so you better look around at the world inside. I don't
2: know at that the end,
4: of, well, uh, Neil you, Young
2: loved the guy who wrote that song. I don't even know who that they, is. Randy Bachman wrote that. Really? Yeah, from Bachman Turner Overdrive <clears throat> no and, and the Guess Who, yeah.
4: Hmm.
2: That was the Guess Who, right?
3: I think I so. I have yeah. no idea. I have so, no idea. Best
2: version of that song? I would
3: guess, but I wouldn't know who to. Super bad. Guess. My joke. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh
2: yeah, <laughs> Michael Sarah, yeah, yeah, fantastic.
3: Um, can you go to three minutes in? Because I I was like, oh, there's a real instrument because you can hear him play guitar. Right,
2: this does have a good guitar <laughs>
3: solo yeah. in it. I like yeah. the guitar. but but the drums are way too loud.
2: That was that was the trend at the time. I love this the whistle. Thing. I love this riding the prairie thing he's got going on. Yeah, yeah. Know? He just It, it works the, for me
5: I don't know what it is
2: Go to the end Because I do like When he does this
3: yell It's oh, right here, here, right here, right here, here yeah. yeah Turn it up I got fight the control. What does he sound He almost sounds Like Weird Al Man I feel like
5: It's A little got bit.
1: this got to fight to
3: control. You yeah. know It's like It's yeah. I, I kind of yeah. like it But it's also Kind of silly You know It's
4: yeah, I, 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 this reminds I, me of so Weird Al. I, I feel do like,
3: it. I don't know what it is. If, like, is it the police, maybe something? No, not was Did the police have anything that sounded like that? There was like, I'm something, maybe it was the cars. Maybe you're right. Maybe the cars is the something about that part in particular. I feel like there was some other band or from that time that that really reminded me of, and I couldn't hmm. put my finger on it. I don't know. But you might have been right with all those examples you gave before.
5: I'll agree with you guys. I hear panic and desperation in this, but I don't think of that as a negative. I think he pulled off what he was trying to pull off. I I can't. I'm like literally like trying to find the words to describe why I like this. But You
3: don't think he pulled off what he wanted to pull off in old ways? Not not to this point. No.
5: I think he made a con- good country record.
3: You, isn't that what he was trying to pull off? Yeah, I guess.
5: But. I, I don't think he made a Neil country record. I think he made a country. This one I think he made a Neil record. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how to describe what I'm saying. The, playing these tracks, it's freaking me out how much I'm enjoying this. I don't know if it's just I've so like really didn't enjoy the last 3 in my opinion his It ditch Could trilogy. be that. Yeah.
3: It could so. be that.
5: And that. I'm so relieved to be at this point.
2: Again, it's kind of like you know, the other stuff was so shitty that kind this of, was yeah. kind of this wasn't honestly, as shitty, and I it seems like it's better than it I really. I
3: honestly is. feel opinion, like yeah. though that if he didn't fuck with these drums and they mixed them not in that shitty '80s way, and if they fucking hired a human bass player, then I would like these songs. I honestly feel that way. The thing that bothers me the most about this album is the shitty fucking, the way they fucked with these drums. Again, I'm not taking anything away from Steve. The drumming itself is good. But the way they fucked with it and the mix, the production, and not having a real bass. Huh. And then, like you said, shoe some of that fake horn shit that goes on. Oh, yeah. Just all that stuff. If you just That's took terrible. all that away yeah. and you had a real bass player and you just left Steve's Jordan's drums as normal fucking yeah. drums and you mixed them in a normal way, mm-hmm. these songs I would really like.
2: I, I really do think I would. Yeah. Maybe, you know, I'd really like to hear what Crazy Horse did with this. Me song. too, man. A lot. Yeah. I think
3: that would be cool. I yeah. think that would probably sound pretty fucking rad. There's Who not knows. much that the, that Neil does with the horse that I don't like. Yeah. So even if these songs did like at least at least I know there's humans playing the instruments, you know, like, well, let's actual instruments. Let's
2: move on to what a lot of people call the best song on the album. This is the cop show theme. (laughs) Yeah, it totally (laughs) is, man. Tonight on CSI. (laughs) There's a predator on the loose. And yeah, his name now is. Now I wish Neil I had Young. the
5: Law and Order junk junk. I wish I had that.
3: <laughs> He's coming for you, youngsters. That's right. Watch out, youngsters. Do you know where your youngsters are? That's right. It's twelve. Why don't you have a seat right over there?
5: Which you, and you're right. So this part does feel silly, but when that like heavy electric hits.
3: I'm sure but the, listen listen the way the drums sound. Like even at I that part it goes quack quack. It just I, No, right here this part. Right listen to the drums
4: though. We're just no
3: drums shouldn't sound like that. If they if they didn't sound like that I would like this
5: like I don't know I don't notice the drums being bad at
4: this.
3: And then the way the
2: guitar gets louder.
5: In that bad? yeah. <laughs> that sounds pretty. That right sounds cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah, this is another song where you can actually hear the this guitar. This is part I like. Yeah. But I just wish that He should...
5: fucking nails
2: this the guitar on this, I think. But the fake bass yes. in this is yeah. just it's it's li- tr- it's worse the drums. than the rest. Like
3: I wish that the snare sounded like how the
2: snare was supposed to sound. Well it's not about... the hip hop snare. Right. It's a hip
1: hop dream.
2: <laughs> but it's got it's so it seems like it's they try to make it so big, but at the same time it's so gated. Yeah. You know, it's so compressed.
3: It, yeah, it's what I was... Yeah, it's, you know? it's so... Yeah, it it totally... It's compressed to shit, and it just, like, it has no life. Right. It just is, like... It just doesn't do... it. I don't know. That type of shit is not for this style. You can't have those... Like, but he, it is. He's such a great guitarist, and, there, but, and that
2: shit should be... But Russ, Don Henley sold millions of albums yeah. on that kind of shit. But I wouldn't make a podcast about Don Henley. No, no, there's already plenty of those out there. It's
5: also tricky to and again, I'm not playing devil's advocate here, but like twenty years from now all our music might be considered very stylized and I don't think it but it it very well could be. Like music that I fucking really dug in nineteen ninety six is that I thought was eternal is like, oh that's of the of the time. It doesn't mean I don't like it. I but I do think there is music. I loved
2: big country. And I listened this. to that. You don't know. Okay, they had a big hit in the '80s, and what, they were one of those bands that had a, their their hit song was the same name as the band and the album. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. Big Country from the album Big Country from you know, about. in a yeah. Big Country. And I listened Okay, this is the this is, this is their big hit. Listen to that. So, wait, right, right. Let's do it, it now. And wait, it's like, wait, Oh wait. my god! Wait, you like this?
5: Oh, I love this. album You're the album. one who likes yeah. "Landing on Water," Luke. Okay, <laughs> this no. is the same
4: thing. No, it's
2: not. Yes, it almost is. Listen to it. Listen to the production. And this is Steve Lillywhite produced. Come
1: on, everyone, put your hands together. How Let's do you get not some get stretches. some of those vibes from
3: "Landing on Water"? This is like That's 100%. That's very similar production. Very similar I'm kind of not
5: hating
2: it actually I can't believe you guys haven't heard this, this is, no, I've never. This it. it always pops up on like 80s retro shows or whatever
5: So I, 80s I actually man. don't hate this now I don't know what's happening to me
2: Their big thing They were from Scotland Their big thing was they could make their guitars sound like bagpipes That was their big thing Interesting but um yeah so you see that that drum sound Yeah you're right that was yeah definitely. that was omnipresent in, during so, the 80s I don't yeah. I people I'm, wanted that The only thing
3: that I'm that I like about it is that they learned let's not do that anymore
2: Right <laughs>
3: They yeah exactly You had to go through it to and learn And so did Neil Yeah but yes, some, right I agree but some people I'm with you. you know yes.
5: some people are dipping back that like look at not this Dawes album but the one before it Yeah I hated didn't I like didn't it like, I didn't like it either but but I'm wondering hate, but if I, I would didn't, didn't enjoy. It. I'm wondering if I if I re listened You know
2: who's it, bringing man. some of that shit back? Oh, I hasn't had. It's been a few years, but Bonaventure. You, you guys so? listen to that second album. What was it called?
5: Oh, I didn't like that one. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah,
2: it was called something like.
5: I also wasn't Wisconsin as wild about Bonaventure's the first one
2: that that mm-hmm. song for Emma or for Emma yeah. forever and ever. Yeah, that was God. Great. That was such a great album. But then I, he yeah. brought back a lot of that stuff. He even brought back like Kenny G-style huh. fucking saxophone. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's right. horrible. Yeah. I remember my wife going, why are you listening to this? I'm like, well, I like him, but I don't know anymore. Yeah,
5: <laughs> you know? I also, whenever I'm around like artsy people, I call them Bon Iver. <laughs> Do they
2: get all fucking red yeah. in the face? Yeah,
5: probably. It's yeah. Bon <laughs> It's Bon Iver.
3: All right. <laughs> all um, right. Well, Do- what I was going to say was... Um, Can we- oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say that... All the all your talk about like the hippie dream, yeah. And this throughout is, all these albums, yeah, well, the, it's all been leading yeah. to this. How and does this that is, make you feel, Shoe? It's finally, this, it's finally coalesced. This is that
2: time where David Crosby was like freebasing and collecting guns, and this is pretty much what that song is about. Well, yeah, because
3: yeah. he even says wooden ships, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, yeah. The that's wooden that's ships were reference. just a hippie dream. More
2: giveaway. can't be, giveaway, you can't right? be more yeah. obvious that he's talking about CSN, yeah. right? Yeah. There's a line in it that really fucking I wrote. These lyrics said. are pretty whacked. Yeah. I mean they're
3: they're kind, I kinda of like them, but I love them. Because yeah. the
2: tie-dye sails are the screaming sheets and the dusty trail leads to blood in the street and the wooden ships are a hippie dream, capsized in excess, if you know what I mean. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah.
5: Dude, he fucking nailed the this song it, lyrically is great. I, yeah, I, it's pretty good. I can yeah. see where you're what
3: you guys are saying about the Imagine this intro. song. I want to hear this song. Does he done this with Crazy Horse? I sure. would love to hear it.
2: Well, he did tour this album with Crazy Horse. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'd, I'd love, love to hear, to hear his, that. Yeah. And in fact, that's the tour I was talking about—the one where he hired that amateur video crew in Germany to follow him around. Oh, right. That was the Landing on Water tour. Oh, okay. So that's coming out. Really? I think he's. It was on the Hearst Theater, but I think he's wow. got. I Okay. Think he's going to put that out. Sweet. Um, because it wasn't bad. It was really good. Can I just say Neil Young accusing someone of being excessive? Excuse me? You just made a fucking rockabilly album. Really? It's not even that rockabilly. Excessive? You fucking took a vocoder and described your, your, or you totally disguised your voice. Yeah. Really?
5: Excessive? I'm still, I'm blown (laughs) away that you guys like trans more than this. It
2: like, I totally would rather listen to trans than this. Really
5: blows.
3: It like, I can't believe it. I would rather listen to trans. yeah. Yeah. What do you think they mean by, or sorry, what do you think he means by just because it's over for you don't mean it's over for me. It's a victory for the heart every time the music starts, so please don't kill the machine. It just
5: doesn't mean that much to him to mean
3: that much to you, I think is what he's saying. Well, yeah, that's good. There you go. That's
5: from something. Yeah, you should write that down. I should,
2: yeah. Along with, um, uh, what is it, Copper Never Sleeps, something like that. (laughs) Platinum. (laughs) Platinum Never Sleeps, yeah.
3: Is that that's also not, referencing what do you? Well, yeah,
2: just because it's like he's David Crosby's given up. He's dedicated his life to fucking meth and free basing and and guns mm-hmm. and running from the police. And doesn't mean it's over for me. He Who? still has that, so he's not saying the hippie What's dreams the dead. The music that's machine, that's what I don't get. Yeah, like don't kill the machine. I I don't know what that means. Like, does that mean like?
3: Do you mean that we should rage against it instead? Fuck yeah.
4: I, I saw know. this did you now guys
3: some see of those the video the burn crosses did you see the video the of, same these, that work of these people at a uh, like who were uh, people at the uh, at a Trump like yeah i did did you see that yeah, there's fucking did, the funniest they're thing they're all seen. dressed in Trump shit and they're like i think they're mad about the the vote and they're like dancing around like to rage doing against to rage oh to that's that song <laughs> and, it, and it was like who like, wants to point it <laughs> yeah, who right? wants to tell who them wants, yeah. who wants <laughs> to tell them it's
2: like the fucking guys who use Born in the USA as their campaign yeah. song Yeah, or even <laughs> yeah. Rockin' yeah. in the Free World or, right. but it's still
3: yeah. yeah but yeah Born in the USA is even yeah. funnier yeah. because if you listen to the lyrics it's but, like, but, like, ra- yeah it's about how Vietnam yeah. vets but were
5: ra- fucked Rage is like the funniest example yeah that's so funny it's like guys yeah hello come on
2: guys this is an Antifa band yeah Jesus what do you do? Christ! He's
3: fucking weird. dumbasses. If they only knew that there was a black person in that band.
2: <laughs> I don't know what the machine like. Don't kill. Like, uh, yeah, I, every time I, the music starts, so um, it's a victory for the heart. Every time the music starts, so please don't kill the machine. Just because it's over for you. Oh.
5: Just the the fucking the, the, he, he's the, the CSN about, machine. Well, just the machine that keeps churning out music, like because he sees There's all the like dark a, side of it. Right, and he doesn't want it to die, but also like the fuck... good
2: things can still come. Yeah,
5: I think or, or something the, like that. It's huh? the last,
3: like don't don't kill the music machine by, like you said, doing dumb drugs and wasting a, your life. Or I something? guess I guess that's what I think. I don't maybe know.
2: that's what he means. Like, well, what's, okay, like, so this literally la- like the machine, like the body.
3: Okay, you know, yeah. don't kill well, yourself. Well, well, okay, so this makes the, the, all, after stuff. he says "don't kill the machine" like twenty times, then it goes to another file. Uh, sorry, another flower child goes to seed in an ether filmed. Sorry, Jesus, in an ether filled room of
2: meat hooks. It's so ugly, so ugly. That is that's, quite the. Image. That's how the song ends. The song fucking that's rules. That's quite the image. That's such a, a fucking gross. Well, the flower child is that Crosby?
4: Is that Crosby? Yeah,
5: he's talking. So? He's also talking about like. Ether-filled room. Hippies of had kids, meat, meat and their hooks? kids saw the dark side of that hippie dream.
2: No. Well, what happens when something goes to seed? The, hip, it, the it hippie dies, right?
5: N- well, g- g- seed to me is like re- reproduction, right? Like reproducing, and yeah, he's the right. flower child. Like that to me, that's like.
3: I feel like goes to seed in an ether-filled room of meat hooks, meaning like that's where
2: the flower child is going to procreate uh, to make more. No, to me, that's where it's it's ending. An ether-filled room is, to me, like, w- well, is he talking about the drug? Because ether is used to knock people out, to deaden their senses. Right. An ether-filled room of meat hooks. So is that, that, to me, okay, would if, be the industry. If you, I, yeah. just, I just, you know, you're just a piece of meat to them to make money off of. I just took a quick trick to, to the Guggenheim. Yeah. If you say that someone
3: or something has gone to seed, yeah. you mean that they have become much less attractive, healthy, or efficient. Uh, so okay, right. So they're, yeah. they're decomposing. Yeah. Well, it's also right.
5: to me like the hippie dream could be any like I feel like he's very obsessed with this idea, and he's hundred percent right about it. That you had like you had this hippie ideal, and it was great, but fucking life keeps going after Woodstock. And then it keeps going some more and then it yeah. goes more and more. And I feel like with anyone, everyone like – into like – I'm trying to have a little more like – I'm trying to be a more empathetic person and like there but for the grace of God go I kind of see things in this. Especially – we have all these people who their whole identity was wrapped in Trump, right? And now their whole world is crashing down and they're cling, they're grasping at everything and it's just like, not that it's even close to the same as the hippie dream, but it's like you, you had all these it's ideals an ideal. and shit. And well, it's- yeah,
3: because now, even if Trump, even though he's sure he hasn't conceded as of the recording of this podcast and probably won't. Right. Trump will be out of the office. and But Trumpism, which is now a, a term. Right. And I think it's a good term for what has become of this era. That doesn't just go away. Like Trumpism is is a thing, and and we've seen because there was you know, according to the what what you know what we've been told that there was seventy million plus people who voted for Trump, and who weren't bothered by all of the things that he's said and done and lied about and represents. So that to them it didn't matter, and so like to your point about the hippie dream, it's this same sort of well we had this time and we thought we were right it's kind of like that bill burr bit where he he talks about the dudes in um in fucking what's the duck duck dynasty yeah and how them being like gay bashing good christ like christian boys to them they think they're being good guys they think that's right you know they think that that's what is the right thing to be and to do because according to how they were brought up that's is what is right. Well, uh, That's how they were taught. I think I'm more saying like, the only way I can
5: relate it and to go back to like the whole like evangelicalism angle is like I, I I remember growing up there was just this expectation that the rapture was going to happen or Jesus was going to come back and then like, or then or Y two K or it's, for me it was the opposite end of like the good part of it but like you get to this point Jesus where... Jesus is Neil Luke. Well, you get to this point where and Trump like Trump is the Antichrist. You just you just keep. So okay, Y two K wasn't it? Okay, well then twenty twelve. Well, that's not it. Well then, it's going to be this. And then you just keep. After a while, you're just like, oh shit, I got to live my life. I got to like, well, that's, live past. This I don't whole
2: think he's phase. saying move on from the hippie dream. To me, I, I I take this the lyrics anyway as don't be be part of the solution. Don't be part of the problem. Okay, David Crosby is part of the problem. Yeah, people look at the hippie dream and they say, well, look at this guy. He's fucking. He's in prison because he was fucking freebasing and he pointed a gun at somebody or whatever, you know. Or look at look at fucking Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin and Jim Morrison. That's yeah. your fucking hippie dream right there. I think I probably you missed know. it then. I think well, I, no, that's that's only how no, I heard it. Hearing you
5: say that? It makes way more sense. But I
2: don't think I think he keeps going on about the hippie dream dying because he wants to keep it alive. And every time he says the hippie dream's dying or it's it's over or whatever, you know, there's always something in the song that's like just try to keep it going because like you said to start this discussion there's nothing wrong yeah what was the hippie dream ultimately
4: peace and love
2: peace and love and there's nothing wrong with that what's so funny about peace love and understanding well and there's a different there's a different way when you say
3: dream there's different ways of interpreting that meaning like uh quit dreaming right or there's like you know, keep on dreaming,
2: right? That's, you know, so dream
3: it's all, is something it's all you, about how you, you want to attain word it. It's right. all about your, again, you it's like a subjective sort of thing. Right. And dreams, the, your memory of a dream fades and then you're remembering the time that you remembered the dream. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a memory. You, you're not it's actually like having a memory. It's remembering the last time you remembered mm-hmm. something. And so <laughs> when he says the wooden ships were just a hippie dream, just a hippie dream. Is that? Is that the like? Is that him saying? That's him saying. Is, David that, is Crosby, that a positive
2: or a negative or in between? To me, that's him saying David Crosby wasn't in it for the Both hippie things. dream. He was in it for the chicks and the drugs. Okay. And I'm not judging. Sure. Because that's fun. But he's only he, in it for the combs. He's yeah. He's in it for the whalebone. <laughs> you know, to get the free whalebone. You know that's that's to me. That's what I, I it it's Like bone. it's like David Crosby was never sincere about peace and love.
1: He did it all for the bone. Come on, the bone. <laughs> so when you he came say, into w- this world as a reject. Look into his eyes. Oh, stop,
2: stop. So when
3: stop. You, when uh, Neil, Neil Biscuit, <laughs> when he says hippie dream, Limp you young. think he's still being optimistic?
2: I think he's he wants to keep it alive, but he said, you know, I think he's saying that it's going to be it's it's a fight.
1: Give me something to break.
2: You know, it's we're struggling. Okay. Especially at this time, 1986, you know, Cold yeah. War, full-on Cold War. Yeah. You know, the U.S. is in Central America trading arms for hostages. Don't bat
4: you know, an eye. Don't
3: waste a word. Don't mention nothing that could go unheard. Mm. This this song has good lyrics. Agre- so. 100, yeah, 100, yeah. 100%. There's a lot to look. And This might be my number one, this a song. Lot, a lot to look into, but let's move on yep. to...
2: Yeah, let's go on to what I say is the worst song on the I, album. This is my, I hate this song. Again, this is the part in the John Hughes movie where they're getting ready for the big dance and they're putting up streamers <laughs> and they're sweeping the floor. Like in Footloose. Right, yeah. yeah, exactly. They're like, you know, getting ready for the big party. I'm here. God damn, that fucking bass sucks. It's not even a bass. I shouldn't even call it a bass. It sounds like a oboe.
4: Uh, yeah. Right? It makes me... It's
2: terrible.
3: I feel... I'm sure it's not the same, but I'm the way that I was gathering, the way you were talking about Everybody's rocking. that's how I feel. And the way... When this song came on, I was like, I can't... I, no, different, different, strokes the, for different just, folks. Jesus, I guess. Jesus, dude, the bass and the drums. I'm like, I I'm not can't wild about do this. this I, I can't do this anymore. I'm not wild. It was about difficult it. for me to get through this because this. Once I hit this song, I was like, fuck. It's a rough one. It's yeah. a rough one. This song, and, and,
2: and it's like, okay, we get it. Yeah, you, you lost you, your baby. You, to you another suck man. at relationships, yeah, like, and everybody sure. knows because you're the reporter, letting everybody know you got the eye in the sky, letting everybody know you suck at relationships. <laughs> okay the whole network news department's yeah, covering it for thing, you
3: just so much like at the end you just repeat like I don't fucking dude you write such great songs but I, we can, they can't all be great and this one's just got an great. eye in the sky Russ <laughs> yeah man right, you want she's so what? on fire I can move right on if <laughs> she's, she's, she's
2: got an eye in the sky Lou.
5: she's so Luke. on fire she's my desire come on <laughs> she's got the
2: eye in the, eye <laughs> good in the sky good god
3: the, got, let's go to the next one because okay. the, the video does this, this one, one have
2: an eye in the sky Russ
4: <laughs> whoa
2: yeah, this is now the drums sound pretty good here. What's your What's your take on the drums here?
1: This feels like they, real they're bass. They're not too. bad up top here. No, no,
2: that's, that's not a real bass. bass. But
3: this is where it gets rocky for as fuck. Yeah.
1: If I can change,
4: you can change. <laughs> <laughs> Apollo. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Right here. I, all I can see is the snow
3: and the logs and then cutting back to fucking Drago. No, 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 no. This no, is listen,
5: when, he, when he's guys? on the motorcycle. That's what that's oh, this yeah, part. Did you guys And yeah. then he goes to a statue when he happy chucks birthday, the helmet Happy birthday, Polly. <laughs> no, I mean, now we're <laughs> just talking about the good parts of Rocky <laughs> Did
2: you guys hear Like a Hurricane? Happy birthday? There? No. This is like the sequel to Like a Hurricane or really? Like a Hurricane Part 2. Really? Yeah. Here, restart it.
3: the guitar. It's so hard to hear that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that makes me like
5: it And he does more. this through the whole song. I can't hear it,
3: though. It's.
2: Well, my theory on this is the subject matter of this song is about what? An accident? Sure. And how life can just be taken away in a moment? And that moment can fuck up your whole life in just a matter of seconds? Yeah. Which is what Like a Hurricane was about. It was about a moment where it, it, it just... It blew him away. Yeah. He's, he saw in this woman's eyes. He talked to this woman. That moment will live forever with him. It was a moment that almost changed his life or, or altered him or whatever. This is that, but it's something that's, that's horrible huh. that's happened as yeah. opposed to something that was positive like that. So it can go both ways. So this is kind of like a part to I me. It's like a part two of like a hurricane.
5: I didn't catch that at all, and it makes me like the song even more.
2: <laughs> oh shit! I'm losing the battle here. It's
5: Russ. uh, it's very Rocky Four to me. It's like you said. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, which guys. makes
2: me be like, why do you like it? Was Rocky Four the uh, the Russian yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, it was the worst. I, that's I, the Chicago. one with James Brown in it, yeah. coming to America. No, yeah. James
5: Brown was in Rocky One. No, oh, no, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Are you serious? No, I'm sorry. I had, a, I was thinking of something else. That's the one where entirely. Apollo Creed dies. Yes, right? it's where it's, yeah, it's where, Rocky Four. Yes. yeah. Okay. It's where he comes. Yeah.
4: What the okay. fuck
3: are you thinking?
5: of? I don't know. I was, th- I was. James Brown of, was being Rocky racist? One. No, 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 no. I was thinking of something else entirely.
2: You thinking of Jim Brown?
5: No, 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 no. Listen, I'm a, I'm a Rocky aficionado. You thinking of hash browns? Yes, I'm thinking of hash browns.
2: <laughs> thinking no, of Chris Brown? No,
5: this one, this one, all the music. Charlie Brown. <laughs>
3: Just name all the Browns. Sorry. <laughs> that's our next podcast, everyone. All the Browns.
5: All the Browns around here close at midnight.
4: Yeah. <coughs> all
5: right. No, listen. Rocky four is the worst Rocky. So I know okay. why you think I Except would hate for the this
4: James
2: song. Brown part. I that, love that. That's Rocky one. <laughs> no, it's oh my God. Let's move on.
5: Uh it's the worst Rocky. In my opinion, but some people think it's the best Rocky.
3: Yeah, okay. Tony does, because he's a fucking dunce. A lot
5: of weirdos think it's the best Rocky. They're wrong. Yeah, they're very Rockies wrong. Rockies get ranked this yeah. way. Rocky 1, 2, Balboa, 3, 5, 4. That's the way you rank the Rockies. You can't throw the Creeds in, but if you were to throw them in, they would be better than Rocky 4. Yes. Uh, I, I can't explain why I like this song. I don't, e- this is, I don't even really like this song as much as I like some of the it's other It's got
3: ones.
2: kind of a hook
5: it does have a it has a yeah. good hook I like yeah. the choir thrown in yeah.
3: Touch
4: yeah it's a hook I, I, yeah. that
3: part I again yeah. if it wasn't for the fucking production right I would but have, this has
2: less of that production in it than, yeah, the, the, drums than the songs sound, we've the heard drums so sound far yeah the drums sound better
3: especially after fucking Bad News and there's beat. less yes, it, Bad there's News less beat like sucked.
2: shitty keyboard in yeah. it but I, yeah but I'll say this com- Different than like, I don't mind the chorus. Like what you said about yeah, everybody's yeah.
5: rocking though. This is not every song is this. Every song has been different up to this point. They've been the same style mm. and like messy. Yeah, yeah okay. I don't feel that. I way. Don't know yeah, they've been. But to me, to me, this
2: is the first one that's different to me. Really? Yeah.
5: No, they've been different.
2: You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't know what you're. T- you're a bum, Luke. Anything else? You're a bum.
4: No, not really. This
5: song makes me want to eat lightning and crap thunder. That's all I'm (laughs) going to say.
3: (laughs) Okay, I I got something.
5: Well, can
2: we just mention the video real quick? Again, this is a phenomenal video video directed by Tim Pope, who did the Wonderin' video. Which is also awesome. It's a one-shot video, and Neil is fucking awesome as a Ron Burgundy. He's a wicked good actor. Ron Burgundy-type newscaster. He's a wicked good good
5: actor. He's a good fucking
2: actor. Let's move on. All
5: right.
3: I got something for this one, Luke, because this reminds me so much of... The intro of this reminds me so much of DC Talk. Really? Oh my God! And I'll show yes. you what I mean. Maybe most people don't know what easy talk is, but listen to this. It's like, you know, yeah. King Jesus, he wears the crown. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's the only this... king in yeah. town. Well, I was walking
5: down the street right. just the other day when, when I saw a fly gal come up to me and say, "Have you heard Jesus? Accept him in your heart." Oh yeah. man, I gotta rip a cold
3: fart. He fills me up. He fills my cup with the promise of I a man sick and I artificial,
5: understand artificial uh, trumpet solo mm-hmm.
2: I don't even think they're trying to make it sound like a trumpet yeah. but then, is, then it goes yeah. Rocky Four again this is very like R&B 80s yeah
5: but before that that uh that hip hoppy beat listen listen to beginning again this is just uh, Zeppelin All of My Love
2: kinda yeah oh yeah
5: yeah, a little, eh, a little bit. Not as much as I had originally thought.
2: I think John Paul Jones did a better job with the keyboards. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, because these sound like these literally sound like they were made by Casio.
3: Heaven. Oh yeah. hot Heaven. <laughs> heaven.
1: By. I, mean, this I mean, is you're like, only gonna make me this like This is, it is more. a fucking <laughs> wedding band.
2: No, this is this is like this is someone playing somebody's bar mitzvah. It, it is. is. It
4: is. I'm not. I'm you know, not going to argue.
3: You know with those you. like '80s videos where, yeah. where it's like you see people spinning and it's like slow mo, but you can see the path. You know. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, it's all slow mo, but it's, <laughs> it's fast slow-mo. motion at the same time, it d- and it's like <laughs> it this is like feel- Will Ferrell and like neon colors.
5: It feels a like, little Tim and Eric. Yes. yes yeah, totally. Yeah, does. Absolutely. That's yeah. a great way. And to then put when it.
2: the the backup vocals kick in in the middle, it's like out of nowhere, DeBarge, like just. Fucking does the backup vocals. Do you know where I can go? Even that. that intro is sort of like a video
3: game too, you know? This right, sounds yeah. like a, a video game. It's
2: this is like the the That's probably cool. This song, huh? this song is so 80s it has shoulder pads. <laughs> Seriously, there's a members only patch on this fucking song. There, right here.
4: Yeah.
3: And
2: those keyboard, the keyboard in the background is terrible. Just be good to me.
4: So.
3: Also
5: lyrically not his best song.
2: No. The best line, though.
5: People on the street.
2: There it is again, walking with the beat.
5: <laughs>
2: this is the best line in the song. There's a muffled scream from the alley scene. From the alley scene comes a muffled scream. And then he gives us nothing but screams for the rest so of the album. So are you album.
5: saying that this song ain't got no t bone
2: <laughs> no, this, no, this is like a veggie fucking... It's got mashed potato. I get no, it. this is a veggie turkey leg.
5: Lyrically, that
3: song is better than this song to me. <laughs> <laughs> T-bones? <laughs> T-bone, okay, yeah.
2: that's the one thing I'll agree with you on this album
3: about. Yeah, this song's not good.
2: Not even mad. These are instant mashed potatoes.
3: That was one of those songs where I don't even really care to hear it in another hey, format. <laughs> great message.
2: I get it. Yeah, people on the street need a place to go. <laughs> Definitely, I agree. Seriously, you know, homeless the homeless problem. Well, I'm saying it like I'm hearing it.
5: Hey guys, hey. Excuse me, can I have everyone's attention? People on the street need a place to go.
2: The video to this one also, we didn't I don't think we got to see this one. He's wearing a white tux with tails, purple cummerbund and purple sunglasses and just doing the whole Vegas thing. He's he's tap dancing. Yeah. You know, and he's got three backup Singer guys In black tuxes would, no, With watch. mustaches I gotta watch that one he, But he's I in He's mean, in like this Train I think train someone posted yard. A screenshot of it yeah, On the Facebook he's, he's in a train yard And it looks like shit Yeah John Locke did You know oh, it's, did he? There's like It's terrible background But he's all like Glitzy and stuff And the backup singer guys Are all glitzy and everything It's and cause
5: people in the street Need a place to they go They need a Mike. fucking place to go Luke It's like that, uh, that Don't co- kill
2: the fucking machine
5: That community scene The scene from Community Russ Where he That the college kid's like you don't need to yell. No one is on the other side of this issue. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah,
3: Neil. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah. No one's against you here. Neil. Yeah, everyone like, we agrees We agree with that you. people on the street need they a place, need a to, place go. to go. <laughs> yeah. We're all with you, man. <laughs>
2: Just, we're all with you, man. You don't
3: need to fucking tell us over and over again
2: behind all right, shitty. Let's go to hard luck stories.
5: All right,
3: but real quick, what's worse, this or bad news beat?
2: Between bad news people beat. on the street, I or still bad think news bad news beat, news beat. is. Worse. At least I can okay. dance to this one. Okay, yeah. show us. All right, play it.
5: No. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
4: All, right. All
1: right. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Flying the airplane.
3: There you go. Landed on some water, though.
2: Woo! No, that's old ways. Wrong... <laughs> Is that good? Do you all like that? Can right. I do it for you? That's yeah. fair. All right. Fair. This is why it's a podcast and not a vlog. Uh.
5: Oh. It's the Pointer Sisters. This is infomercial music.
3: How would you like to
5: take
2: yeah. it advantage <laughs> yeah, of like imagine a like, channel. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, Imagine
3: Rick and Morty doing something behind this yeah. music. Oh, you know, absolutely. absolutely.
4: Yeah.
5: When assembling your Typewriter Deluxe 3004, remember, oh you're going to need to pull the R key down twice. <laughs> hey,
1: everybody.
2: <laughs> oh, it's more like, wait, start, start it again. <laughs> I'm gone, Luke. We're happy you've made the decision uh, to yeah. become part of the Chili's family. <laughs> Here at Chili's, we it's, like to be a family restaurant. It's instructional video. In the next three videos, we'll show you how to be the best customer service representative for Chili's. <laughs> it reminds me
3: of I've been obviously I've been watching the Dave Chappelle thing and that whole uh, that whole thing where pop they do copy, the, yeah, the oh pop my god. Copy. Yeah. <laughs> Because fuck you, that's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just—it just makes me think of like a like a Rick and Morty skit or something. Like,
1: hey everybody, uh, uh, welcome to uh, welcome to Papers Plus Penis. Papers Plus. Uh, we, all your paper penis needs. You can put your penis in a paper. You can turn your penis uh, into a paper. Uh, your your paper could be your penis. Oh my
2: god! Just—it's just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, there's nothing good about it.
5: Um, He's got a lot of newspaper-y themes on this album. Well, the
2: news is this album sucks.
5: (laughs) But why is it called Landing on Water? Why wouldn't he call it like... You know
2: why? Because I believe Sully Sullenberger's water landing was the only successful water landing in the history of aviation.
5: When was that? That can't be true.
2: I don't know. You got a Guggenheim. I got a Guggenheim. This, is
3: that
5: true?
2: Successful water landings or something. Yeah. The water, the water landing is like the last resort thing because they're never successful. So
5: is that why this is called Landing on Water? Because maybe this was his last resort to like stick with Geffen? Because
2: like... he knew he was going to die.
3: <laughs> well, he didn't.
2: No. No, he didn't. But the plane fucking crashed. I mean... Oh, that was 2009. I think landing on water. I think he named this landing on water because he said he was on a plane and he was looking. You guys, have Have you guys flown? You guys have flown, right? So they have that little leaflet thing in there. You flip through. It shows all the safety procedures. And it shows in the the rare case of a water landing.
5: Mike, I'm familiar with the... Oh, okay. Yeah. Welcome to Delta Airlines. In the case that this flight goes down, you're gonna to need to remember three things. In the
2: unlikely in case of <laughs> unlikely case of emergency. There won't be any wooden ships to rescue your ass, because the hippie dream is dead. We hope you enjoy your trip wherever Keep, your destination is. Please may remember,
5: people on the street need a place
2: to go.
4: <laughs>
2: please consider donating to the Delta Fund. And now a short video on how to die.
1: I could do that all
2: day. Now, yeah, right? the Sully thing was 2009, I believe. Yeah, and I think that was like the only successful water landing of a, wild. of a commercial airliner. Wow. Cuz it's it's really considered to be almost impossible. That's why that was such a huge deal that nobody died.
5: Yeah. Mm. And the people complained. <laughs> That's my favorite thing about that story. Oh my We're god, complete.
2: people fucking! Com- I know, right? The this guy perf- basically performed a miracle. Yeah, it's unfucking believable. All right, let's keep. Let's. We gotta yeah, get. Yeah, let's, that. let's, we let's get move through on. This
5: here Oh shit! There we go.
2: There it is, Russ.
5: <laughs> I like that. Personally. I do too. I really like it. Yeah, that okay. one I don't mind
2: because he's not like playing it like in... over and over. Yeah, over and yeah. over again, like it's. A... I gotta, I gotta tell you, I, I like, this is one of the songs I kind of like. This, I actually don't yeah. hate this one.
5: Either. I like this a lot, but it sounds like a Weird Al song to me.
3: Yeah, well, I wrote, hey, I got a problem too, Neil Young, and it's these fucking <laughs> shitty drums uh, and Christ, goddamn Russ. production. How do you feel about the fucking drums? And the fake bass. But again, l- hold on, leave that, because like the drumming itself is good. Right. Like, he does a little solo thing after the
2: stops and stuff. You gotta leave it. Let it go to the cold sweat part. Yeah. Because we were just talking about him. So There's a shadow again. Yeah. I'm Peter Pan.
4: Keep
2: you think that's what that there. is? A reference to eternal youth?
1: Maybe. Here it comes. Every okay. It, Ready? <laughs>
5: Dancing
2: to all these songs, But right? they're 80s dance hits. Yeah, so that you know This
5: it sounds like that Hawaiian punch commercial that uh Mothers Bod did. Kinda. Did you ever watch does it, that? Does it really you it, think so? A little bit, but not quite as uh
2: I didn't very boom, watch the it. sugar will kill you. <laughs> Guitar's nice there though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This the last I three songs on this album. In a
1: cold sweat.
2: Are the ones I, I like the most out of okay. this whole album. Like this one, I like that riff. It reminds me, I said this on the Make It Stop podcast. It reminds me of a song by X called The Unheard Music. He okay. may have heard that at the time, because that was around that same time. X Maybe or King's early. X? Just X, not the King. <laughs> Queen's Gambit, by the way. Fantastic. Great, Thank right? You for the recommendation. Dude, that. I bought it. Oh, a- did you watch it? Yeah. Russ. Yeah,
5: yeah fantastic. So She's good. amazing. Yeah. She's yeah. so good. Yeah. I bought Just it- the way
3: it's done. Everything about it was
2: fucking
5: right. I bought a chess clock. Did you really? No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Did you really? Yes,
2: and it's so much fun to play <laughs> You're with it. such a door. I fucking I could never understand. I'll bring it that. out here after we done. We our should party. do it for a podcast. Yeah. So like my, once we start talking my, you got to hit the Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> my son so my son watched too, but my son gets way into shit. It also like Does your daughter play video games? Not at all. Do you play video games? No. Nope. Okay, so no. then you don't have, So I grew up playing Mario Kart and Golden Eye. Okay. And then I got my son a Nintendo 64. It is goddamn depressing when he gets better. And now I I don't even hold a candle to him at these games that I grew up playing. But chess, I've always been really, really good at. And I mean, not compared to the fucking pros. But I've been Hmm. a pretty good chess player. So my son, I was like all getting cocky. He's 13, by the way. There's no way I should get cocky about beating a 13-year-old in chess. But then we got the chess clock. Then the next day, he beat me in four moves. Then we played again, and he beat me right away again. And I'm like, "What the hell happened?" Beat you in four moves. He stayed up all night l- researching chess and, like, literally like watching chess did videos. He, did
2: he replay games on the ceiling in his? <laughs> Probably. Mind? He, He's got he one does. of those minds, man. Yeah, he, like yeah. he
3: hears something in a TV show, and he can play. And he goes it the to piano. the piano and just yeah, plays
2: it. Really, it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah.
3: He's like well, has you one of those. You have to exploit that mouths. for everything. Oh, going to. Start yeah, giving totally him tranquilizers do. at bedtime. Yeah, <laughs> we already do. Oh, good. Oh, good.
2: Yeah, good, good. You got any? like?
3: No, this song. Oh, I, this song, I actually don't mind. I kind of like it. Yeah, I, just, I like the riff to it, yeah. and
2: the lyrics aren't great. I just
3: wish there was a real bass. <laughs> yeah, right. It's that dung dung dong
2: dong dong You know, it just sounds like shit. It the only person sucks. that's allowed to play fake bass is Geddy Lee, but that's because he's already playing keyboard. Yeah, because he's playing keyboard, right? Yeah.
5: Do you want to move on, or you got anything else about this?
3: Yeah, Yeah. whatever.
2: A lot of people wrote that they liked this song. I love this song. I actually legitimately, I legitimately like this song. Okay, this is like the little wing of this album. You know, the the one thing that would bring me back to it. But that bass, listen to that fucking
4: just drives me nuts.
3: I want to hear this song without that.
2: So this is where the Devo influence comes very in. Very Devo. Talking Cars. heads a little bit. I wish yeah. the
3: guitar was, was louder, because the guitar in this song is pretty good. I, I, just like the, fucking... I like
4: the
5: like the tempo dynamics of this. I keep waiting for him to get to it. It's
2: right here. Yeah, this is very Devo.
5: Almost B-52s-ish a
3: little bit. Maybe. The, the video for this one, too, was, was, was awesome. Yes, old Lionel Switch returns. Yeah. And He's take, just way takes more nerdy. In the woods. He's like classic 80s Revenge
2: of the Nerds style oh, yeah. nerd. Yeah. But I, I like that tune. Almost um, Moranis-esque. I, yeah. And, you know, the, the, the context around this is that he had just gotten off the phone with the lawyer who was dealing with that lawsuit we mentioned earlier about that woman who was in Human Highway. And so he was dealing with that, and he was dealing with the Geffen lawsuit, and he wrote this one in the studio. Oh, really? Like, this okay. Is, this was him. This is like one of those quickie Neil Young wrote it in 20-minute hmm. kind of thing. And so, you know, he's, it's maybe the theme for the album, in my opinion. Like, he was under pressure. He's yeah. under pressure to deliver for Geffen. He's under pressure. He has
3: to land on water, essentially. You
2: know, yeah, he has to and live. You know, he's he's in charge of, like, this whole thing. And-,
3: and honestly,
5: I think he did. And I know that you guys disagree with with that, but I think he made an album that was true to himself and true to what the label wanted. And I think that was probably very hard considering where he was coming from. I, I think he really pulled it off with this.
3: I think that other than the what they did with the drums and the fake bass, I would not, I would feel much differently, but but I can't get past it. Just sonically, my ears, it. I just can't. But you got
5: to go back to that time period.
3: I understand that, and
5: that's why that's why I said that because I'm think I think he pulled it off, in the sense like he delivered what Geffen probably wanted. Still made it true to himself.
3: And that's what I said about trans was that that was very of the time, but felt really more much more genuine, and also trans had trans like like an Inca, which I liked. Trans wasn't.
2: So of the so much of the time like this is trans was okay, like, hey. yeah you're right it wasn't Craft as commercial. Work was still yeah, very yeah. underground stuff at right, that time yeah. but this is like super commercial like you say like he pulled it off I think he thought this is what people wanted to hear right and I don't think because it wasn't successful at all okay it it didn't it hardly sold anything so he didn't land on water no he he died <laughs> yeah the plane blew up everybody died well not according <laughs> to the album cover they didn't. He he said something about that. He was like, look at those people. They don't even have a chance. (laughs) (laughs) That was some shaky. I think he was describing the album cover there. See, I love that guitar. But that keyboard ruins it. it. Ruins the whole thing. But this is basically the song where Neil tells everybody to fuck off yeah yeah like I don't care what you think about this album
3: people like Drifter more than Pressure yeah
5: it's funny to me that you like the last three songs more because I I really connect with the first half of this album more I don't know what it is these are these are fine to me, but they're not. I like the first half more.
2: I think it's just sonically, okay. I like them better, and I think they're just better songs. And, and this that. this song that's this, oh that's this Danny is the Gorge one
3: Schmerz that has and yeah, and yeah, Steve sure is. this is the one that has the electric. It's kind of nice.
5: Do you have a place where it is? No. This but is just
2: this is right him. Here. Like yeah, there you go. This is kind of like a don't be denied. A little bit, kind yeah. Of telling this is this is what I'm all about, and you can kind of yeah. hear the drums aren't as bad. Yeah, that's why I like yeah. the last three songs because it, it but sounds still more like the a guitar band. Was louder there, but again, it's the the shitty '80s keyboard, you know. And that's you know both Neil and Danny Korchmar are responsible for that. They. Neil wanted it to sound like that. Neil was playing keyboards on this album too. And it's just, I think it's just, that's what really turns me off about it is just the the production. Totally. And the poor songwriting on some of it.
5: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we're at the end of it. We got through it. Thank God.
2: I don't, we've had to, you know, Russ, Luke and I have had to talk about this album like a lot. And I feel like, I feel It's kind of like the election And not just because Trump lost It's just It's over It's done And I'm glad it's gone
3: That's so funny That you said that I, I thought about making that And analo-
2: now That fucking Oh it's totally Almost analogy. the same feeling Of course it's not as strong I feel a little stronger About the election But yeah, it's like sure, It's course. like I don't ever have to talk About this album again Right Unless Neil calls up And says I want to talk about Landing on Water I'll be like Okay That's uh, going to be A want, short interview I hope he does <laughs> Because I'm going to be honest and on his side.
5: Well, yeah, working. you'll be on his
2: side, and I'll be like, well, quite frankly, Neil. <laughs>
5: Everybody's rocking, though, would not be
2: on your side, Neil. This one, we're buds. But you know what? At least it didn't put me to sleep like Hawks and Doves did. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm saying you get that reaction. Like this gets this heated reaction out of me. I'm I like, did like god damn it, and still, pressure's pretty good. Okay, that's great. But still in Hawks and Dugs, I'm just kinda like, eh, you said I still Dugs like Dugs again. Oh, did I really?
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> that's the better version of Hawks and Dugs. I still like Hawks and Dugs more than this. Um, <laughs> I do too. But I do I like this more than the last three.
3: Is there there's nothing you like uh,
2: uh, this is your least favorite up to this point, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Me too. I'd I'd probably rather go back to Hawks and Dogs. Mines everybody's us. rocking.
5: Just personally,
2: uh, I like this. You ready?
5: Oh God! I like this more than Comes a Time.
2: Do you really? Yes. Yeah. For real? For real?
5: Bananas. Wow. Yeah. I just. Oh, that's bananas. I don't know why, and it's just this point in my life, and maybe I'll feel differently later. I certainly felt differently earlier. The song Comes a Time I like.
3: I bet if you listen to like some of the stuff we have coming up. Like ra- sure. like ragged glory or harvest moon, sure. And then you listen to this right after those, you'd be totally. like,
5: Jesus, what was I thinking? Right? Well, when yeah. I, like I said when I first put this on, I'm like, ugh, I do not like this. And it just something has grown on me. Yeah, I don't it's, know.
2: It's called a tumor. <laughs> a tumor. <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs>
5: <laughs> All right, let's do our uh, let's do our top three.
2: Oh, Jesus. Well, I'll tell you, my number one for me is pressure. Number two is I've got a problem. Number three is Drifter. Okay, that's my top three. Uh,
5: my top three are the first three.
2: Oh God, really? Yeah, my third. Those are the those are like the worst. Uh,
5: my third is Way to the World. My second is Violent Side, and my number one is Hippie Dream. And I don't know how that happened, but I just wow. I just connected with them. We're for like
2: opposite. I know it's weird. Yeah.
3: Oh man,
5: I do you not know how to pick your top three?
3: You gonna play some shit. I don't know. I think. When selecting your top three, what you're gonna wanna do. Oh, that really... was the one with the Seinfeld, the the, ba- the fake bass Seinfeld at the top.
2: That's right it was.
3: Um <laughs> I'm more I think. Hey Ass man! <laughs> Sorry, I just had to say that. Maybe Hippie Dream is three. Um and then, and then, and then. Hippie Dreams 3.
2: <laughs> pressure. Are you just making this longer? Cause He's just picking them at random. I you a, like the pain, don't you? You like the pain. I got a problem. Hippie Dreams,
3: pressure. I got a problem. Yeah, I like I got a problem.
5: Okay. What's your cut? Bad uh, News
2: Beat, for sure. I think it's the same for me. Yeah, Bad News Beat. Um. No, you know what? I'm going to go with hard luck stories. because yeah, that one sucks too. Hard luck stories. Well, when this is choosing your cut song. <laughs> when torturing a member of ISIL, make sure landing on water is at 10 <laughs> on the volume knob. Make sure you have a notepad and pen ready to take notes. Two minutes into hard luck stories, he'll be spilling his guts. Were you right. gonna do the close with that? <laughs> then we ruined your bit. Sorry.
5: No, no, no. I, I, didn't, I was just into that. What's next? What's next week? Next, or next week. Next. I don't know. Yeah. Ne- next the week. next
2: one is uh, Life, and that was his last okay. Geffen album. I don't
5: know Life at all. And
2: that's why he called. It, well, it's similar to this, but he did it with Crazy Horse. Okay. And I'm excited. Um, but it still has a little bit of this in it. I, I don't think I've ever listened to life. There's a song on there called Long Walk Home, which is pretty good. It's kind of Jack Nietzsche's. Alright.
5: Yes. I'm excited. I'm very excited
2: to get into it. Yeah. So um, But we're getting closer to freedom. Nice. <laughs> Actually I Well uh, this the Well before freedom life it was the is blue all, notes, right? I don't know. List Let Notes see. for You? Yes. We're entering like very Life unfamiliar then, territory to me. Life
3: and then Neil Young in the Blue Notes. Yeah, I love that album.
5: Chronologically, this is the last vinyl this I have. Notes for you. I don't have anything past here. Ooh. Really? Yeah. I got, I'm going to get some more, but...
2: Head over to Rietta Ranch there. I'm sure you'll find like, Last This past Sunday was their last Sunday. Well, oh, really? Yeah. Life yeah. was...
3: Jack Nietzsche is back producing in that yeah. one. Yeah.
2: With Briggs. Right. And Crazy Horse is back, but it's still... Yeah, right. It's still... Um, hmm. It's still got a little landing on water to it. I
3: have I I'm I don't think I really don't know if I've ever listened to it at all.
2: Well, it should be an adventure. Yeah. All right. Well we uh
5: we made it through landing on water. Yeah,
2: thank God it's over. I never have to listen or talk about this album ever again.
5: We do have a little bonus for everyone. I don't know when it's coming out, if it's gonna be out later today or mm-hmm. tomorrow, or if it's already out, but uh we got to Talked to Danny Korchmar, the cooch. Yeah, we Thanks did talk to the to Danny the Korchmar guy for... who um,
2: who was partially responsible for landing yeah. on water. And he
5: gave us his opinion. Yep. And how right his opinion was. That's right. And he told uh,
2: us and he told us how to listen to music.
5: Yes, he did. Yep. Uh, I will say about Danny Courtsmart. It's, it's really great that he we got to interview him. Yeah, yeah. he's done a lot. The
2: guys, the guys, he's a, he's a fucking Lafayette. legend. He yeah. is a lot. He played with Carol King, helped write some of her songs. Yeah. He's played with James Taylor, John Lennon. Yeah, John Lennon. Yeah. I mean, In, the and guys, his
5: solo album, Cooch
2: is actually really good. It's really fucking like good. if you like Little Feet, then you'll like Cooch. Uh, that's a great. That's yeah. a great announcement. It's very. Yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. kind of funky like that. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, and he's a great musician. Yeah. And a, and somewhat of a good producer,
5: and he's got his opinions, and he, he certainly does. And, and we had ours, and we had yes. us a conversation, and you will hear that on the next on
2: the ap- episode after this, on the bonus episode. Yeah. Will you play instructional video music behind it the whole time? No, but do you want behind <laughs> the interview? But, no,
5: but Mike, do you want to take us out? Go sure.
4: ahead.
2: Thanks for being part of the Long May You Young family. We hope this video was informative, and that you learned a little something about yourself. We'd like to thank the Pantheon Podcast Network, and also all the youngsters out there. Thank you for your support. We'd also like the to thank the Catherine T, or what, I'm trying to do the NPR thing. I don't know what that means. All right, bye everyone. And the generosity oh, like of the Joan foundation. Croc
3: and viewers like you and viewers
2: like you.
1: Thank you. And birds.
2: No, no, but that does not burp well.
0: What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house the happy family, the money. What's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat?
4: Would they shop? Would they shop?
0: Would you kill?
4: Yes. I don't know. My mom is My
0: mom right there. From Airship